and we're live, I hope, across several platforms. This is this is gonna be fun. Nah, so y'all really pissing me off, bro. <laughs> no, like this this really pisses me off, bro. I was what telling Euro. I was bro. telling Euro No, I'm gonna tell you, I was telling fucking Euro I hate the meat riding that Stephen Curry and LeBron James have had. So every time when I see meat riding like that, I'm always gonna try to combat that. He's gonna sit here and try to tell me, well, you do the same with Jimmy Butler and Bam out of bio. So I, I gotta ask a question like And K D. And K D. Stop, stop. We're not you even going to get there. Wait, you wait, wait. We're on Jimmy. Too. We are on Jimmy and Bam right now. What have I said about Jimmy and Bam that was never facts? Because me meat riding is me making somebody more than what they are. I've never made those guys more than what they are. So, so Mars. Who's making Steph more than what he is? Yes, yeah, what I'm He is the greatest shooter of all time. <laughs> like, nah, son. No, 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 no. Steph is not. great and all his right. The way people was on his train was fucking ridiculous, son. Like, it was ridiculous. They were ready to give him the keys to the league when LeBron James was in the league. Like, come on, son. That was You're so You're about to mo- demonetize this episode. How do I demonetize it? You already are. Why? Because I'm bashing Stephen Curry? No, no. Your language has been Oh, I didn't crazy, bro. No, because y'all getting you me. You go t- back to the rule if you get two an episode. Uh, my bad, but y'all really getting me tight with this. So Mars, nah, Mars, for real. Like, what have I said about Jimmy and Bam that has never been facts? Why are you asking me? I've told you I agree with what you say about Jimmy. I don't agree with the Bam stuff because I think Rudy's better. But I don't, I don't think you meet. You right. think you think, I think Rudy... you're biased towards Miami, but I don't think you meet right Jimmy or Bam. Meet right is crazy, bro. So wait, 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 wait. Well, for the Rudy Gobert and Bam out of ball, right? Have I said anything that wasn't facts? No, you haven't lied. I just don't agree with you. But Thank you. Know. you. Thank people you. People lying about Steph either when they call him the greatest shooter ever. No, I say he's the greatest shooter shooter ever too. That don't mean him. That 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 didn't make him the best player in the league, bro. Shout out, I make him, Like, come on, son. I mean, it's not crazy to say someone who is unanimously top three that some people had him as the best player in the world. It's not uh, crazy. And if he's no. winning MVP and he's winning it's, the championship. Come on, bro. Come on. We do not like a two, you expect, you expect do someone not who won a unanimous man, MVP and we, crazy we do not let team. these man-made awards affect our decisions, man-made bro. Award. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Jackson won unanimous too. MVP. Ain't nobody called him the best player in the league. We won. What is a man-made award? A championship ring is a, is a man-made exactly. award. That's what I'm LeBron James team, bro. Save the cat, man. Damn. He he didn't have Kyrie and Kevin Love, bro. Like, come on, bro. We're not doing no, this. No, this last year. That's not the only championship he won, fool. Yeah, he won two with KD, and then he just won one. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Yeah, the other three don't really count. <laughs> I don't care, bro. Nah, bro. Like, y'all, y'all just, just get me tight with that, son. That's not him. Who? Steph. Steph is him. Okay. Steph I just the best player in the world. Never, never, he, not one year. To be in the best in the world, top five. So if you want to say that's close, cool. It, that would mean he's the he best. Close. To you, was he close. top five? Top five is close. But if you ever said out your damn mouth that Stephen Curry was the best player in the world, that was just a load of horse doo doo. Not gonna curse for you, Jay, but it was horse doo doo. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, son. Like, Ke- like I said this before, Kevin Durant has been the second best player in how. For in the league for how long, bro? Ever. All of us, but all of a sudden, all of a sudden, because he got four rings, he just won a Boston Celtics <laughs> ring. He's all of a sudden better than Kevin Durant. Like, save me the cap, bro. Like, this is ridiculous, son. We all seen this. We all lived through this whole entire thing. Mars. We, we all go down the list. KD was better for the majority of years than Stephen Curry. 
Mars, has Steph ever been the best player in the league? I think you could argue. I mean, I'd have him as the best player in the world in 2019, like for sure. I think he was the best player in the world in 2019. If you disagree, I don't know, but I think he was easily the best player in the world that year. What year? 2019. <laughs> 2019? Yes. What? 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 2019? Yes. So he was over LeBron James? The LeBron that played 50 games. Wait, I thought you had Giannis. Yes. I thought you had Giannis as the best since 2019. No, I said 2020. Giannis was him and LeBron were the best. I've, I've so gone wait, through this. I said I've gone through like the last I, 10 I years. don't remember. I thought you said in 2019, I thought you said Giannis was the best. His team just lost to the, uh, to the Toronto Raptors. I've I thought been, I always I said saw. 2022, Giannis. 2021, Steph or Giannis, either one. I don't know. 2020, LeBron or Giannis. 2019, Steph. Wait, wait, wait. 2018, wait, wait. LeBron. 2017, LeBron. 2016, LeBron or Steph, whichever one. How the hell was LeBron Stephen Curry Steph? the best player in 2019? Because I think he was playing basketball better than everyone. No, shut that. No, 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 no. I hate it when you use that. That's, when you use that. <laughs> he loves it. Ever since those. Oh, yeah, I'm going to use the same thing. No, bro. Like, you always provide reasonings for your things. You always bring up some crazy-ass bogus stat that you just want to run to. Like, it's your life depending on it. So, please, <laughs> run to the stat that you're talking about that made you feel as if he was the best player in 2019. I don't, I don't have any stats. I think Steph was better than everyone else. Dub is smoking this morning. <laughs> I, I don't know what you want. You want me to? If you want me to go find 2019, stats, I just think he was better than everyone. I don't even think he was better than Kevin Durant, bro. Okay. Uh, what, what year was his, what, what year was his uni- unanimous MVP? That was 2016. I could argue that that year, Steph. Steph was on. If Steph, if Steph won he, the he finals, everyone would have said he was the best in the world. But he, blew which the I team. hate. So Which I hate. He's not, but he had an argument. Nah, to me, LeBron James was always better than him in every aspect of life besides shooting. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna argue with you about Steph versus LeBron. Dell. Hey everyone. Top of What's the morning up, to you. How you doing? Are we live? Yes. We are. Okay. So who wants Aisha Curry? Not me. <laughs> okay, oh Dub. <laughs> I don't want nobody's wife. I'm a God-loving man. What's wrong with you guys? A God-fearing man, you mean? God-fearing, God-loving, God-everything man. Like, what's wrong with y'all? I just drink alcohol every now and then. <laughs> Dell well, De- De- has I, an agenda today. Does that include I, this? I don't, I don't. I don't have an agenda. Okay. I just. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to uh, address some things. <laughs> So from our social media, the amazing last edit, I don't know who did it. It's probably one of my greatest ones I've ever been a comp, uh, a part of. Um, there's many people saying, oh, you're you're on a debate show. You're supposed to debate. He's ignorant because he's saying um, he doesn't have to debate because he has no reason to think that Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA, this, that, and the third. If you've been a part of this show, it's it's more times than none I've debated why I think KD is the best player in, the, in basketball. So if 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 you caught that amazing clip, it means you're you're at the tail end of of CNA and now you want explanation. But you got me. I'm going to explain. So I needed Ron and his new hairdo <laughs> to to be here today, and. And Mars. Well, Mars as well. I just need them to answer a question for me because I think they have. I don't know Euro. Euro. I don't know who Euro has the best player in the, 
in basketball, but yours a he's a logical guy, whatever the case. But Ron and <laughs> Ron not so much, and Mars he has the numbers that I need. That's why he's pushed into this. <laughs> so for one, I feel like we're on trial right now or something. No, you guys not on trial <laughs> at all. No, no, because I'm not gonna explain this no more because my I can't go to stats because as you guys know, I don't have like it's stats there that KD has great numbers, this, that, and the third, but. I'm not a stats guy, so me bringing up, even if it worked in his favor, I wouldn't use it anyway. So I don't want somebody to say, oh, he's not going to say stats because it doesn't help. No, I don't use stats regardless. Like, whatever. So, Ron, you had you said Giannis is the clear-cut best player in the NBA. And Mars, you think so as well right now? I think Giannis is the best in the world, yes. Yes, and you also think Giannis is the best in the world. So then I say I'm the – he's the – Kevin Durant's the best in the world. And – could you guys tell me your reason for Giannis being the best to you guys? So, because it's not going to be how I'm depicting mine. I just need you guys to tell me, like, like if I wanted to answer. So I say, hey, Ron, why do you think Giannis is the best playing basketball? What would your answer be? Um, I well, I would, I would give you a few different answers. It'd be a few different reasons as to why, but I would start by saying he's the mm-hmm. most dominant player in the NBA. Okay, and that's it. <laughs> that's not it. I would start there. That's a pretty. Oh no, no! Hit. Give me because if for you, if you're starting there and just saying he's the most dominant, that's like me saying, I think Katie's the most skilled, so that's why he's best. The crowd, the viewers, they're not gonna like that coming from me. So I just need more context for when I get into my answer. So that's why I wanted to ask you because you could say he's most dominant to me, and I'd be like, oh okay, because I really don't. You know what I'm saying? It's that's your opinion. It's not for yeah. me to beat beat an out answer out of you. But for our I viewers mean, who need I mean, uh, uh, opinion or not. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all have the same opinion that Giannis is the most dominant player in the NBA. Right. No, no, no. That okay. So other than that, because that's like that's like minimal. I need okay. an answer. Like, yeah, he's, like he's, a he he's he's the hardest to contain in the NBA. Okay. You he's the hardest to bottle up for a defense. Like, like, oh, like, okay. like, like the Boston Celtics won't make him crawl back into his kennel. Oh, okay. And that's the answer right there. Okay, he has the he has the most all around impact as a player on winning. Okay, okay, that's 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 a good answer right there. You probably could have started there, but anyway, because I would say like the one answer you said before for defense, I could say Jokic is the same. But whatever the case may be, now um, what? um, Jokic no, in is terms the, of the same defender as Giannis, not not defender. The one he said before that, in terms of defense to figure out to contain Jokic, oh, is very okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, um, Mars, why is because Ron didn't help, he might as well skip to the 58 minutes. Um, um, Mars, <laughs> Mars, why is why is Giannis the best player in the NBA to you? Um, I think he's the best combination of offense and defense we have in the league. I think, even though he's not a top five offensive player to me, hold on a second, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My goddaughter slash niece is in here. And, and Mars, I interrupted. That. I think I think Yannis hey, is hey, easily a top three. I'm on the thing. You have league. to. You have to go. Just because you don't shoot the ball doesn't mean that Thank you're you. not. You know, he, he includes uh, playing in an elite offense. I mean, he's a great offensive yeah. player. I mean, but Jokic is scoring. All right, go go ahead. All right, yes. Um, sorry, Mars. But um, yeah, even though he's not a top five offensive player to me, I think he's the best combination of offense and defense we have. I think he might be the only guy who's a top seven-ish in both offense and defense. I think he pro- the numbers he produces in terms of scoring and assists 
still rival the top offensive players in the league, even if I think he's just a level below. I think his defensive value trumps anyone who else is in the top five, the Jokic, the LeBron, the KDs, the Stephs. They can't match what he does on defense, and they're just using all offense to try and make up for the gap. And I think Yanis being a top seven or eight offensive player is still enough to put him over the top of guys like Jokic, LeBron, KD, Steph, etc. Okay, perfect. What what you did in terms of determining your best player, you use numbers, you use this, that, and the third. When I look at basketball, when I'm walking around in my nice little bubble of life, I don't look at numbers for me to determine the best basketball player. So if it's a kid, say I'm walking, right, and all these players, right, is in playing pickup or whatever they're playing, and a kid comes up to me, and they say, um, hey, how would you determine the best basketball player? He's never seen basketball ever in his life. I say, oh, okay. I'd be like, um, well, you have to make sure the player can shoot, right? Katie can do that better than Giannis, right? You have to make sure the person could dribble the basketball, like have control of the basketball. Katie can do that uh, better than Giannis. You have to, other than other than uh, rim protection and defensive rebounds, which I think Giannis is better than Katie and then, which I won't have to put in, but I'm just giving Giannis what I give him as a basketball player. Um, and Giannis is the most dominant player. In, in basketball, but even in Shaq and Kobe days of Shaq being the most dominant, I still thought Kobe would have, was a better basketball player than Shaq, but Shaq was just more dominant. That's just to, to get that out there. So, so, um, yes, you have to have a, Oh, can that player, uh, do one dribble left, one dribble, right, make it look fluent, make it look easy as a basketball player. If I want a kid that's like in the youth age to watch a player work out to, to become a basketball player, I would say, look at Kevin Durant. Look at the way he works. Look at his, look at how the game comes easy to him. Those things for me, that is why I determine he's the best player. Because when I'm watching him play basketball, it seems as easy as it is. Giannis' strength, how he gets to the basket, his everything, like his his whole his whole will, how he's improved year by year, all that is 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 great or whatever. But when me with my eyes, how I'm looking at basketball, I don't see Giannis being in any aspect of playing basketball better than KD, the numbers that say, oh, he scores the same, he does this the same. But how I'm judging basketball, this is why I pick Kevin Durant. Because on the court, dribbling, shooting, um, I think he's a better on-ball defender than Giannis. I think so. Um, if, if he's in a defensive system, he can rim protect like he did. Not probably at the same level as Giannis because Giannis is a freak. He could rim protect at a, at a good level. You just said something about the the impact on defense. A lot of ratings for Giannis on his defensive end, because I think he averaged like, what, maybe two blocks a game. I don't even know, two point something. I don't know even if it's that high, but it's defensive rebound. Giannis is a hell of a defensive rebounder. So if Kevin Durant was to attack the glasses Giannis did to clean up defensive board, his defensive impact would probably go up. So if you're going to put into numbers, defensive rebound is a great defender. Like, I don't, I don't see that. You're just a great rebounder to me. Because Giannis, I mean, uh, defensive rebound goes into for Jokic, but he's still not a defender, but he doesn't rim protect like Giannis. If he rim protected like Giannis and rebound the exact same way he did, I think his defense rating would be high and people would say, oh, he's a comparable defender. based, And that's just going off of numbers, helping his analytical views of him defensive rebounding. So when I look at basketball, I try to strip away the numbers and watch them play basketball. And I think the way Kevin Durant plays basketball, it's a better way than Giannis. 
And I've you, been saying this for years. People heard just, this before. You just said that if if you boost Katie's defense up to Giannis's, then he would be a better defender. No, no, no. I said boost his defensive rebound. Because that's defensive people, value would be because, up because, because of the, that's his the defensive value would be up because that's a stats that oh, helps. Oh, just based yeah. off of analytics. Well, I, I yeah, never based off of analytics. No, 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 not. I'm not saying you, Mars. I'm just saying people that oh. say when you say his defensive uh, reach value. or value, it's when you look at the numbers, the biggest that's one of the great numbers is defensive rebounding. Like, honestly, it, it is. That's why Rudy Gobert blocks a lot of shots and gets a lot of rebounds, control the paint, and that's his defensive value is skyrocket. When he has 20 rebounds in a game sometimes and he has 15 defensive rebounds, you know what a great defensive game he has by the numbers? What is but that? But they're not going to see the one-on-one play of a guard just going by him and laying it up and pointing it to him and doing all that stuff because it's just not. That's just not what's going to happen. So you, you got... Giannis, I'm not going to. Giannis is the most dominant player in, in the NBA, though. I'm not going to lie. It's very hard to contain Giannis. And and I don't know if if uh what you said, uh, Ron, about um defense, he's hard. He's the hardest to bottle up. I think it's a lot of I think it's a lot of players that could fit that in the league. I think Steph is very hard to bottle up. <laughs> I think LeBron James is very hard to bottle up. I think KD is hard to bottle up. I think Jokic is hard to bottle up. I don't know if Giannis is the hardest. To, to do so, you, like it literally, your, your defensive scheme it takes you know the wall. We 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 we've heard the term the wall since 2018, and teams have been trying to do that. And year by year, he's gotten better at breaking that. So wall so the so let me. The wall is non-existent. Did you say that Steph Curry is harder to deal? What did you say that Steph Curry is harder to deal with though? Um, not necessarily because Steph's not attacking the hoop like Giannis. Time after time after time, Steph can come down and jack up a forty footer, and it's kind of like it's nothing you can really do but, about that. Like, but it leaves the defense in shambles. It, no, you, they got to play so far. About that. I mean, but yeah, yeah, but that's one person that picks him up ninety four. You don't have two people pick up Steph ninety four. Yeah, honest, look at, he's look going downhill. That, you got to have three impacts, people. Look at how that impacts. Let's say, Ron, how long has he been the most to bottle up? The most difficult to bottle up to you? You'd say. I this will year? probably say no. I will probably say since 2019. Since 2019. I would say since 2019. He got bowled up that year. He he for sure did, but he was still hard. Hey, it took it took Kawhi and a championship level defense of the Toronto Raptors to really like hold Okay, pa- pause that right there. Stop that right there. Right there. Okay. How many times have you seen KD bottled up? I've seen KD bottled up personally just this yeah, last year. Course. By right. a defense. By a defense. By but a defense. Out, One time. Check this right. out. I've seen him bottle himself up. So that's hey, that's something that you have to factor in. But I don't I don't know what bottle yourself up is. Okay, you can tell me KD. after I say this. Tell me after you say <laughs> this. The same this, thing. Yeah. The same thing you just said. You said it took a Kawhi Leonard and a championship level defense. That was yeah. what the Boston Celtics just was. A championship level defense. Yeah. Um, Marcus Smart, who I don't is Marcus Smart in that whole roster to bottom up out of his whole career. You've seen it happen one time. Mm-hmm. And then you said another reason is he bottom up himself. Now, now you can answer it, that. It, it, it was that it was probably sometimes that happened earlier earlier in his career yeah, too. I, I, I just, think he I had just some. I think he had some tough games. He had some tough games versus Tony Allen. Very tough game. Remember, I could I could remember that he had some great. He had some tough, tough games against Tony Allen, and those wasn't even that's one on one. But he 
that wasn't a whole series like we just seen against Boston where they end up getting swept. So how did he bottle up himself by just missing shots? Um, I, I mean, I, you you can break it down to that if you if you break it down to its simplest form. But just times where it's like KD, it's time for you to take over. KD, you're KD. KD, you're the best player in the world or second. You're the second best player in the world. KD, where are you at? KD, you're up 3-1. Okay, now it's 3-2. Oh, now it's 3-3. Three, three. Now y'all just lost. KD, where have you been? K- KD, are you... Wait, wait where that's... You at, KD? Wait, the bottling up is that? That's the bottom up? Uh, I mean, him. bro, when, 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 when you're the second best player in the world, you're, you are expected to be in a championship against the best player in the world. KD has had championship expectations, and it it just never has quite got there. Outside of outside of Golden State, it just never <laughs> quite got there. How? I, I honestly, that I, I like that's I, I'm not even going to get into what championship expectation and do all that stuff because now, other than the three one thing, now you're just um, you're and and, and this year because three one and then this year. Who he had Kyrie, I thought they would they would have went it was, farther. It was more than just three one though. It was that was that was just one year. The no, year, that's what I'm saying. Year, other than the, 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 other years, than three one year, and that, I'll say there that's all of that. There wasn't. There hasn't been. When we look there at hasn't Kevin been where, so where so where was let me he tell you what let me 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 let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you Ron Ron because this is misinformation this is misinformation they wait 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 when he played Miami he averaged he went crazy he went crazy LeBron couldn't guard him LeBron couldn't guard him average thirty five oh wow so after that year he 2012 2012 he goes to the finals he goes to the finals in 2012. After that, I think Russ gets hurt in the playoffs. So, you know, he's all alone, and we're not going to hold guys accountable for being all alone. And 2014, he lost to the San Antonio Spurs, who whooped fucking LeBron James and Dwayne Wade's ass. In 2015, Kevin Durant was hurt, so he wasn't in the postseason. Then in 2016, he was up 3-1 against the Golden State Warriors. So if you want to use that Golden State Warriors thing and hold that against him, cool. Like, I'm not going to argue against that. But don't sit here and just make some shit up like, oh, we've seen them do this before. We've seen them fold the ball fold the ball before when there was other factors that led to him not making the finals. Either the team was the champion or his guy or himself or the other guy was hurt. Like, we just, we just can't lie on that shit and just be like, oh, yeah, couple, just because he, he didn't make it years. to the finals. He had a couple years. I just gave years. it a couple years. And then this – not this, this morning, this guy's in my DM – before I ask my DM, this also goes to my point, talking about KD wouldn't be KD, his skill is that he's 6'11", yada, 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 this, that, and the third. I'm like, what? Like, like you're mad at the, oh, yeah, you keep saying you like the way he shoots and the way he does all this stuff, but it's easier for him because he's 6'11". So then I said, hey, f- hey, young guy, because he had to be young. I'm like, it probably Mars burner page. Why, <laughs> why at six eleven? Right. Let's take away his height because for some players we do step some things we never do for each other. He he's also arguing Giannis is the best. I say yo, who would you rather? Right, a six two Kevin Durant or a six two Giannis? Oh. Still waiting. I'm still waiting for his answer. So basically, and, Kyrie versus Russell Westbrook. Thank you very much, Ron. And you know who I'm thank- taking. Thank you 
very much. It's maybe who you are taking, right? So it says seen, right? And it still hasn't, it still hasn't responded yet. So the fact that matters, if you take away Kevin Durant height and Ron could say somebody like Kyrie, and you could say Russell Westbrook, who's an amazing, amazing player. I think Kyrie's better, but you know, like I think Russ is is one of those, but I think Kyrie's a better basketball player than Russ. What what like why are we arguing for a six eleven version of the both if you could have one who Giannis biggest fan right here just compared him to Russ, who and then somebody <laughs> else and then but what do we do here? So you can see the skills for a six two guy because a six eleven you have to dim it down to make your point valid. Because I would never say let's take away Giannis height. No hell no. You know how dope it is to see a six eleven giraffe run and do all them do all them dunk stuff. Why would I want to take take that away? So the fact that I got to find out his name. It's like, yeah, take away KD's height. Who's he going to be? No one. Probably won't even make the league. I'm like, you could if you take away all the great height. I never heard someone say, let's take away LeBron James' height. Let's take away. But everything for KD has reached levels where I don't know if it's the Warriors <laughs> going to the Warriors. It's reached a level of, of everything to just deem him like he like he's not. Dale, I'm, try- I'm trying to tell you he, he is. But it's just the fact that outside of the Warriors system, he hasn't done anything significant. Rod, you he, watch he basketball, and, I, and whenever you he, he what you mean, winning this MVP is not significant. No, it was cool. We just said one of the best and skilled players ever. So yeah, a, a MVP, and, and I'm not trying to knock an MVP, but an MVP is expected from KD. Damn near, damn near. If you if we would have went back to when when he was in OKC, the year that they went to the championship. I damn near would have, if you would have asked me over, over 10, 11 years, 12 years, how many MVPs would KD have? I would think he would have three or four by now. But he's not, the, the thing is not, he doesn't have three or four because of his play. He was in the era of a prime LeBron James. No, no. Most a, def, well, I mean, even, even, but that's even he, more so me bigging him up though, saying he was really that good. Like I, I, I think he was good enough to steal a couple MVPs from Braun. Stab, but he was, know, he was Russ, second Russ in votes. He was second. Run. He was second. No, well, Russ didn't steal one from Braun. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not say. saying about stealing was, from anything. I'm just he was, saying he was oh, good he enough was sec- to, He was to, second to, in to votes. He was, I would say before Kevin, KD got hurt last year, before he got, I think he was the favorite for MVP while he got out last year, before he got hurt with Brooklyn Nets. They were first in the East with James Harden. His numbers was crazy. I think he was the favorite at the time of his injury for the MVP of the season, but he got hurt and that happened. So, his play is his play. The numbers of, I don't know, analytics probably doesn't help him compared to uh, a freak like Giannis. No pun. But when you say basketball and you get mad at Dell for not having to explain this. Oh, if you was on the show before, I've done it time and time again. I think the way he plays basketball. And then the guy who's probably going to write respond me now that said take the hideaway stuff. When I read it, I know he's not the only one. It's probably people in the chat that says, "Yeah, if you take his height away, he'll probably be this or probably be that." And and if you and that's why I don't have to explain stuff to you because if you say that for one basketball player and not thinking for the next, is like why are we even conversating? Because that's like that's like stupidity. It's like now you're like questioning my intelligence of a person that would want to have a conversation with you about that. And Ron, I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> why are you disappointing me? Yo, I haven't even really got into why Giannis is really better than KD. That was the what? I that was my no, first, I, 
I, I haven't. I, I, I told you it was start with one thing, but it's multiple layers. I said, it. Ron, I need you to tell the people in your own words why you think Giannis is better. Tell and, them all I of told, that. I told you one reason why. I said you told me he, one he's good a, reason. He's a better all around player. But more, when when you break it all the way down, the reason why Giannis is better than KD, it's called what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my god, testosterone. That's it. Testicular fortitude. Yes, testicular fortitude. Being a <laughs> hey, being being able to just will your team to a victory. Being being just being just overall just being a dog. So just, KD just wasn't a dog. KD wait, nah, KD hey, wasn't hey, a dog hey, in twenty twenty one. Nah, nah, KD a dog. But remember, poodles are dogs. <laughs> yeah, remember that. Yeah. So okay, what so KD did that, in twenty twenty one was this similar to a poodle. Not, I mean, it's it's a difference between a house dog. In a junkyard dog, and Giannis is a junkyard dog. Yeah, yeah. KD is is that one so, dog where you so, say, hey, so, lay, so is, sit, so is, jump, so is, Jer- so is Jerome flick. Williams. So is Jerome yeah, Williams. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. But yeah, but you know the difference between Giannis and Jerome Williams. No, it's not the fact you can't like this. Do you saying Giannis is a is a dog and KD's not a dog? Is that based on how Giannis play aggressively and KD plays how he plays? That's your no, reason for saying it, right? No, my reason for saying it that is part of it. But my reason okay, for saying right, it is, bro, just be no being able to wheel your team through the playoffs mm-hmm. as a bus driver and win a mm-hmm. championship. To me, that says the Let most about you, a basketball player. That, I don't, that I says don't, the most I, I swear, about you I, as a basketball I, I, okay, player. Okay, I I don't know the stats. I swear to you, I don't know the stats, but I, I want to know. Um, how many years, Giannis Morris? I need you, please. How many years has Gian, Giannis been in the NBA? Um, well, nine, and, and I was nine, nine, and you said, Will his players to where? Will him to where? Championship and winning, will him to will him to, will him to championship and winning. So, as a, bus and, driver. For, for, as a bus driver, so for the first nine years, um, I would say Giannis is ahead of KD of, of, of that, of willing his people to championship and, and winning the championship, right? So, how many times? Other than the time they won, how many times has Giannis got out the second round, made it to conference finals, and do all that stuff? Does that count to your dog status, or no? Because no? he did it once, once, once he did it that one time. Everything else is null and void. Katie's lost in the first round. Katie's lost in the second round. I'm not. I don't. I don't ever go back. So and say that. Giannis so, has been to the conference finals twice. To the conference kind of how many times Katie was on OKC? I'm just. I don't know the numbers. It was the same uh, twice, once, twice, twice. Three. I think it was he like went, three times. 2011, 2012, 2014, and 2016. So that's four times. And how many times they lost? So before that, was he a was he a dog then, or he still wasn't a dog at that time, though, Ron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had two Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers on his team, and Giannis does not. Wait, you. So uh, James Harden was only there. James Harden, yeah, yeah. James Harden left twenty twelve. So you're you're uh, the fact that people give KD the fact that he played with that James Harden is is it's is the weirdest thing to me. But if if you want to do it, then then fine. What do you mean know, that James Harden? He was like he got a bag like when he went to Houston. Be, like he was James I'll be, Harden I'll be saying before. That. I'll be saying that like James you Harden wasn't like, 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 that. Hold on, hold on. You think that James Harden was the same James Harden he is? Now or went and became no, but he at the wasn't trash. He wasn't. He was clearly the best six man in the league he, at that point. Should have been a starter, and you could see with your own two eyes that no, listen, James is about listen, to be a problem. James leaving and doing what he did, it, it's been documented by literally the whole NBA. No one thought James was going to become a top seventy five player in the NBA leaving the OKC at that time. That's Sam. The, 
Sam Preston, who drafted James Harden, picked Ibaka over him over money purposes. Like, who's a great, who people is a great drafter, who's a great GM. No one thought James Harden would have been that. Not a Yo, soul. No, so uh, if you want to use that. But that doesn't mean that he was not balling for OKC. That I'm doesn't not mean that saying, he, was, he was not a I'm valid not, third option for them, though. Of, of course he was a valid third option, right? Okay, let me ask you a question. Was that James Harden better than Klay Thompson as a third option? That people so, love no. to hate? Was he better was, than that? I wouldn't say no. so. But at the same time, he was much younger. He wasn't He wasn't as developed either. Oh, my freaking God, Ron. He was much what? But that He was much younger, but that don't and mean my, he was It wasn't developed, though. meaning that he wasn't mean he what was we've trash. seen. I would never call him trash. He just wasn't what we've seen. You just ended something with what I just started. It's not the same James Harden we've seen. Much developed, like you said, and much younger. And James Harden had a terrible playoff run that no, year. No, James a Harden just showed his true colors. Man, he was terrible in the finals. He was, he was, he, in the finals, that, a terrible that, finals that was a terrible finals to cap that, that, that was a preview of what was going to you know happen in the future in the playoffs. But but, but top 75, but in the future of the playoffs, he'll be this. Like, come on. I understand the J, but don't say, oh, he was playing with two Hall of Famers. Like, I'm not. That's like saying uh, Zach Levine, Carl Anthony Towns, and Andrew Wiggins are the same players they were now. No, they're not the same players. Or Minnesota wouldn't have never let any of them go. I bet if you put them pieces back together, they'll be a little better as a team. No, no one thinks so. so they'll still so be the same. What, no, I don't know about Wiggins because I, I seriously doubted that just because of that trade, he auto- automatically like improved. Like he is that player. They just utilized him incorrectly, or the pieces around him wasn't straight. I mean, exactly. Yeah. But that now. to me, that just speaks on what I always. I'm not trying to sidetrack this conversation here, but this I know where you going with what it. I've been saying about the fucking Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. Of course, right? It's the right. franchise, not the players. Well, but but it's, it's a lot of players that we yes, can say no. that left us that left no, the situation. No, no, it's not that. You're you're fine. Is it? Is a lot of players that we can say that left us. I think I'm that left the situation. Listening to this. Oh, what what did you lose? Which one? Every single one. <laughs> on what take? Uh, like, I, I don't think any of you guys are helping each other's out in the points I'm making. I just, like, I'm just not going to lie. No, don't lie. Tell the truth. So tell me. Tell I don't me, think, uh, I don't think with you and your stance, uh, people have more of an understanding on where you're coming from with Kevin Durant. Ron, I don't. I don't even know what to say for you, Ron. Um, <laughs> I just think yo, no yo. points are being proven and nothing's being understood. No, but that's it, it's, it's not – no one is going to understand when I say I think he's the better player. So if I say to you when I watch basketball, which I always say I think how he plays basketball and what he does on the basketball court, he's better than everybody else, they're not going to hate that. So if I say – Oh, if I say pick a kid up and tell him to go watch a player that you want to become or a better skilled player that I think is that uses his skills the best is skill at that level and have in a way the same amount of numbers that the impact of a Giannis or whatever that the game comes so easy to that you could put pieces next to everyone or put them next to anybody and it wouldn't hurt his game. So there, there you go. Yo, Dell, Dell, like that right there that you just said, like you you include that with it. Uh, I think I understand where you're coming from. We're watching him and how who, if you want to become better, I understand what you're saying with that. But at the end of the day, I don't think that that could push your agenda on why Kevin Durant is better. That's just your personal opinion but, on but, watching somebody but, train. But, but, and I don't think that's helpful in a scenario on deciding who's better. 
this is the thing though. Everything here is someone's own personal opinion and personal agenda. This is them wanting to understand me. I'm not trying to push agenda for them to change their mind. This is why people get so lost in all of these things. Because whoever would come up to the show and tell they're me they're getting lost me. already because nobody understands what you're saying. No, no, no. That's not why they get lost. They get lost because they want me to make them something to say to change their mind. I'm not trying to change your mind. I don't want to change your mind. I don't have the power to, to be to, to change. <laughs> they mind. just want you to put it in a way where they can understand you. And a lot of times you lean on. you be like, you'd be like, oh, no, nah, just because I think it's this. No, you're, I, you're not speaking Spanish, but it's still hard to it's still hard to understand on no, why those reasoning and why those reasonings is why you know it's it better. Because, what, because someone's listening. They're like, OK, he's, he thinks he's a better scorer, which I do. But Giannis average the same amount of points. So how could he be a better score? If you wanna if you wanna split when but, but when no, you talk no, no, about KD and Giannis and you split down on their players, their talents like score, dribbling, playmaking, defense, you want with on ball defense, you thought it was KD. Run protecting rebounding, that's Giannis. If you separate it like that, I understand you hundred percent. But the whole you understanding on the training and who but this is that's everything, me. I just, I that, don't get that. That's my point though. You don't get it, but that's how I look at it. That's me. So if I break it down, if I break it down every every Thing KD doing a basketball court to him and Giannis, right? Just bas playing basketball. KD will win most of those. Uh, other than mm -hmm. uh, like attacking and dunking or finishing mm -hmm. dunking, he'll he'll win mo most of those. I agree. But so, but so would someone like let, let let's say another skillful player. So would probably Kyrie against Giannis dribbling left, dribbling yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is why I don't do it. But if you put those those two as the same, has everybody they go to the numbers. Oh, the numbers says this about Giannis. The impact says this about Giannis. Impact. I don't agree with. I don't bring numbers up. I've never brought anything about numbers. So this is my way of breaking it down. That I think KD is better. If you come up here and tell me why, I'm, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sit there and listen like I did. And say okay, that's it. I'm not. You're not trying to change my mind or make me understand. The chat wants someone to sit down and and write down a whole whole list of everything. And then another person. I, I wish I could, I had I had 18 DMs. Then one of the other DMs I had. One went to um, yeah. KD is my best is the best player to me. But the way he got swept, if, let me I'll let you know if he's the best player in six months. If I see how Brooklyn Nets is doing, and it's stuff like that is why I don't like explaining stuff because no matter if he got swept or not, how he he plays basketball the same. That's, he just had no, a bad season. There's a lot about you about a basketball player. No, Wait, yo, we, no, because no, no, we're playing. Yo, Come why on, are we man. playing basketball? Are you so, playing the score or are you playing the win? Because now, JD, oh I'm about God. to start using up all my cuss words. Why the fuck are we playing basketball? Oh my God. To dribble through our legs and look cute? Or are you trying to win the game? What are oh you trying God. to do, Dale? What are oh you trying God, to do? Bro. So because honestly, KD goes honestly, behind the back honestly, and spins and shoots a step back fadeaway all game, that makes him the best. But at the end of the series, you're 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 on a flight back home to Brooklyn with your head down. So like, what, are you, so, what are you talking about? So you ever heard of a thing called better player? And a better team? You never heard of that? Most, most definitely. But I don't, I don't, I don't think the Celtics were that much better than them for them to get swept. Like why? why I, like, KD, I, you, I, you I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. But that's, but don't bring up the the this narrative of of um <laughs> of saying uh oh the best player did. No, it's a because, better but thing. But that's but, my point of saying why certain players are better than Giannis. If you put LeBron on that Brooklyn team, they don't get swept. If you put Giannis on that team. They don't get swept. If you put Kawhi Leonard on that team, they don't get swept. That's the point I'm trying to make, and that's why I think these players are better than KD. 
because that's, in certain scenarios, they're going to win more than KD would. Okay, if you put LeBron James based on the, the ball. if you put LeBron James in amount of games he played last year on the Lakers, they don't make the playoffs. What you mean? So, what do you mean? What I mean? That's what happened. They didn't make didn't the hear, playoffs. I didn't, I didn't hear what you said. You said you put LeBron James with Brooklyn. It, I, I would argue if you put a, a KD on the Lakers, they would make talk, the playoffs last year. I'm talking about regular season. Remember, remember regular season don't LeBron, matter. I'm talking about can we say Can we say this? Oh, my God. This is where I don't like that. This is where I don't like that because – he Let me ask. This is where I don't like that because no, oh if my you, God. B gets a game, I, hold, I can keep going. Ron, 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 hold up, bro. This is why I don't like that because oh my God, if that didn't, let's say that happened to Giannis Antetokounmpo, you would say that it wouldn't would, happen if that was Kevin would. Durant. It no, I'm not saying that. But the thing is, you're saying that that wouldn't happen after, in wow. hindsight. You're looking at, oh, he got swept. None of these other guys. If you was a betting man before that series, nobody was going to bet that that shit was going to happen. The shit just happened. And the way that you're saying about this, I can just sit here and say, well, I trust uh, a Kevin Durant not to play like a fucking LeBron James in 2011. And that's why they could have won against the Dallas Mavericks series, which could be valid. But that doesn't make KD the better player doesn't make him the better player at all. I just hate those arguments like that because it just doesn't make sense. It makes sense to Ron, and we just have Bus to sit here and take it because it's, 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 it's opinion. All right. Bus and and Ron, you, Ron, Ron, I noticed what you do. You 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 uh you go on YouTube, you the um the undisputed links pop up, the first take links pop up, and you try to bring those words into our segment <laughs> like bus driver and all this nut Yo, shit. The Charles Barkley narratives. Bus driver might be the hey, bus driver might be the only word that you've heard me say that might be said on those. But and I only said that I only said that because that's what you don't uh, even agree with that. that, that you don't even agree what, with that, that though. That, that's that's what Chuck used, and I agree I know who used it, but you don't. I don't think you agree I, with I that. I don't Ron. agree with what. I do agree the, with the, the bus driver yo, narrative. Uh, yo, for me as players, me and Mars are completely different. Mars, Mars takes like when when he with all time greatness and all of that. He uses what do you what do you use for peak. uh you, peak. yeah he uses peak. I yeah. for me I highly value championships in the way I view a player. So if 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 you weren't able, if you're the best player or the player or the better player, you're gonna win more. No, gonna, it gonna, means the team. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who's your greatest of all time? I got Kareem. How many chips does he have? Wait, but hold on, no, hold on, no, because I'm you have to. You. And you, you, uh, uh, a certain level no. of skill, a certain level of skill has to go in there. I know you're gonna say, oh well, Bill Russell has eleven. No, I would never. A, bring, I'm not going a, to Bill Russell. I'm going to Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael got six too. They both got six. Right. Okay. Oh, thank. That's my point. So I got Michael too, though. Oh. Okay. Whatever. Kareem has six. Michael got six, right? Yeah. How many chip rings does Kareem have more so than KD on the Warriors than, than, um, than Mike on the Bulls? What you mean? All six of Kareem rings. Were he, was he the bus driver? Five. He got five. one. Hey, he, got, he, got, he got one in Milwaukee. Where so so five driver. chips, he was the bus drivers. He wasn't. I was, it was it was it was a toss up. It was like Kobe and Shaq. Well, I'm gonna put it like that. It was like Kobe and Shaq. Marge, what was it again? Marge, what was it again? <laughs> um, you can say 71 for sure, 80 for sure, 82. Okay, 82 is maybe. 82 is maybe. I actually yeah. seen those numbers. <laughs> 82. I mean, yeah, it's a maybe. Whatever. I actually seen a those. 87 and 88. No way. Like, that's At all. Than, so like, then that's two. Close. So my so point is, best, you're. Cool. You're, you're, 
at versus three. So Goat, who has six rings, has three, maybe four, where he's not the bus driver. That how you determine players, this, that, and he's your goat. And, and now, and, and now, let's, and now let's put this has in. six. He's lost one playoff series in the nineties. And, and now let's put this into perspective as well. The person who you guys would say was the bus driver on that team those other years is number three on my list. So um, it's like it's it's like they, you, it's like they should should what it's it's right it's right there their team your list, your, your, they, your list should be wickeder because you have two of the top three players ever on one and three so yeah, it's that, like, that, that sounds like a super team yeah opinion. doesn't that make it easier super, for your super, team to win champions when you have two top five super, guys and I mean, but, top but, three but, guys in NBA and that's an, and honestly that's another thing we're not gonna that this KD going to the Warriors thing I brought it up the other day name like other than I would say uh the Mavs Pistons, and, and and probably even Giannis winning his championship, right? Name a team that didn't do it with Kawhi, Hall of Famers. Kawhi, Wait, Kawhi, who? Leonard. Oh yeah, in Toronto, in Toronto, I did say that one too as well. Name oh, a name okay. name that didn't do it with Hall of Famers. Yo, uh, I'm not necessarily. I'm, just, I'm, just I'm, not, I'm not necessarily knocking uh, KD so for those rings. I'm not necessarily not knocking him. I'm saying I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at KD for going and getting those two rings. I'm just saying outside of those two rings, we haven't seen nothing significant. Ron, but for you to say that is like Ron, do you watch basketball? Do y'all agree with that? Like, uh, uh, like I say, taking away people's it, accomplishments. I'm, depending I'm not, on the, but let, let, let's take de- it away. Bro, depending take, on the context, he's not wrong. It's he, was a hall of, it's, he was a Hall of Fame, one of the best players ever before he got to Golden State Warriors. It just can, depends on the context. Can we take away Shaq's? Can we take away Shaq's three peat on the Lakers and see who he was? Can we take away LeBron James Miami rings or or is not valid because he lost the first one? Could we take Bron my back to back in Miami or no? No, right? We, we just, can't we do that. Just take away all of Kareem's rings with the Lakers. We should take away everyone's rings. Who's ever only won ring? Rings. Only ring should stay is Michael Jordan's in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. All right, let's move. Let's move. That was a nice little intro to the show. No, yeah, a little forty-five minute intro for y'all. <laughs> um, let me get these announcements off. We'll get some super chats going. Audio listeners, we're right now sitting at number thirty-eight in the United States for basketball podcast i'm going to need you guys to make a huge push for players choice all you need to do is make sure you download the podcast and please rate and review it we haven't seen any reviews come through lately and i read all those and i love those reviews um i just want to know what you guys think of players choice i enjoy reading those so please download rate and review uh youtube we have like 90 youtube members right now and I believe if you have not signed up to become a member on the YouTube channel, I believe you get 50% off your first month membership. But also, you don't have to pay to support Players' Choice the best way in a free way to support Players' Choice. Like the video, share our content, um, and that is more than enough. I promise you guys just showing up and, and watching Players' Choice. Is- Hit the like button, man. 87 likes, 365 watching. Hit the likes, man. Numbers aren't adding up here. Um, And today, you guys probably don't notice because you're on one of the three platforms, but we are live on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter today. We're just trying out some different stuff, man. Um, So shout out out to Twitch. It's been a minute. Trifecta. I missed you, You, man. YouTube 
regular and elite members. Shout out to y'all. Devontae, Bailey, King J, Zeke, Noel, Clan Leader Predator, 40KOW, ENT, Debates Lounge, Dorian Clayton, Sacred Gaming, Grande Jones, Brock Tapus, James Daniels, Notorious Divine, Jordan Lembeck, Kieran Woname, Q, Scabaldi, J-Rock123, Lieben Ali, Supreme J, Alex Cammy, Tim and Tim Wogren, Tino Bolton, Avi, Ali, Gabe, Christian, Sergio, Jonathan Boyd, number nine, Co Bean, Uncle Tito, Real Max Sauce, Josh P23, Elder Rufus, Nick T, Bake, K Dog, Odd Malik, Jagars, Underworld, MC Robinson, Kenyon White, Big Meech, and James Gaz123. I appreciate all of our members equally. Those are the elite and regular members. Um, you guys have been crushing the YouTube membership, so shout out to y'all. What else? Oh, we oh. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Should we get into the show now? Chad, what do you guys think? Let's do it. I do have a bone to pick with Dell, though, man. I, I saw some Let crazy shit that you tweeted the other day. I wanted to respond to it. I didn't know what to say. I was flabbergasted. Why the uh, hell do I you know. have belly? It's overrated. Why, I, I, bro? I, I, I knew, and I knew exactly where you were going with this, by the way. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> you doubled down. I, I give you he got game. He got game a little bit overrated. I, I, I brought that on this show before about he got game and maybe belly. Uh, both is overrated movies. You tripping. Belly but, for sure not. He got game. I'll give you that. Why is Belly not overrated? I'm sorry, guys. You're going to have to get this combo. Because, man, <laughs> Hype Williams, man. He was no, instrumental hype, in, in no. hip-hop music video history, you know what I mean, during that time. And he made a movie, and he made it look like a music video. And then the music, like the soundtrack was crazy. DMX oh, he had a good soundtrack for sure. Out but of this I, world. It's, it's just... As bad as Nas' acting is, ex, he wasn't ex, and terrible. I w- but this is the thing, though. When the movie when, was so good, it carried Nas's acting. It didn't. It didn't, and that's what it you did. you saying. You can't say, "Oh, we're watching a movie," and you got to accept the fact that the other only real good acting in in there was DMX played his role very well. No, and Method then, Man killed it. Yeah, Tyron but Method Man wasn't in it. that. Who? Tyron Turner. Oh, I mean, uh, Kane from Menace to Society. Yeah, I was going to Kane, but he he, he had. Uh, he had the banana pause scene and all. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. he had, he had like a good shit. ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly, he had a good ten seconds. But for the the whole, it's a couple of scenes in, the, in like watching the movie. I'm the like intro, fucking style speed. Oh, co- co- intro is golden. His the uh, intro, high times the, video. The intro off of is intro. the intro is goaded. But as a movie, as a whole, bro, Belly's overrated, bro. Belly is very overrated, very overrated, bro. No. And I and I don't say things like this after I try to watch a movie like five six times. But they do have a couple of classic scenes in there: the menace to society scene, the scene when the dude got beat up on the seat naked. Yeah, yeah, you gonna get yours, you gonna get yours, <laughs> you get yours. bro. It's some classic, then, but as a whole, man, everything, nah. everything though. When they had when they was at Tommy's crib, like DMX's crib, and it was all black and white with the with the Thierry Lagoo paintings in the back. You know what I'm talking about? Yo, it's but like then that. it's like even. He gets shot. He runs. Yo, I want to go to Africa. All that's like, yo, come on, bro. But that's Nas, though. Yeah, come on, bro. But that's Nas, though. That's the movie, though. That's a big part in the movie, though. What's wrong with that, man? He want to repatriate. Nah, nah, not at all. There's a lot of people that want to repatriate. Not like that. After not like shot? that. Nah, not like that, bro. I just, I, I didn't feel it at all. It's some scenes I'm sitting there and watching. I'm like, I'm good. Like he got game the same that thing. Crazy man. But, that, but no, that, the but way the thing the is, way the I had lawyer, to get the way here, the, the, the reverend talked DMX down. Like I had was, to get, I had to get there. I had to watch the movie over and over. I had to get there. Like I had to get there. Like when I'm watching as a kid, 
honestly, I'm loving it. Like I'm like, but when I get to college and then I'm overseas and I'm just saying, let me watch Belly and I'm like, I'm gonna watch it again. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to pick this back up. I'm gonna watch it again tonight or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't. I, let's talk basketball. I, just, I knew. I, I knew exactly off. what it was for. I'm very disappointed exactly. though. All right, let's get very it. Disappointed. Eric I hate, Mar- I hate Martin as well. We know that. We know oh. that. He said. He said this plenty of times. Yeah, he must not because Dell said this plenty of times. Eric Stop. Dupree sent a super Stop. chat. Said Dell be nice to Mars today. Percocet. Where is Steph ranked if he wins one more chip and Finals MVP? Mars. I, I've. I don't. This question doesn't apply to me. I, I don't rank people on accolades. All right. Well, I was starting with you because you've been quiet. I just wanted to hear your voice, Ron. <laughs> Uh, Steph gets one more ring. He'd have five, two finals MVPs. I'm assuming no, he'll have three, three, three finals MVPs. No, the three KD rings. rings don't count. KD rings don't count. <laughs> you can't say he had five, so say he have three, and then put them in your goat list is that way. Yeah, yeah. So he'll have five. So mm-hmm, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I, I give KD his two rings mm-hmm. in the passenger seat. Oh my. But um, I think say Steph, 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 Steph's in like my. I'm not. I'm not getting seven eight, uh, eight or nine range. Is anyone changing how they rank him if he gets one more ring in Finals MVP? Well, no, because I I think he's the best point guard ever now. So, is he in your top ten right now? Uh, I I don't think I've done a list in a while. So ask me yeah, like in ten minutes. In like ten minutes. <laughs> okay. Euro? Circulating my brain pause. What, what was the question? I'm still. If, I can't get over that Martin take. Where, <laughs> where, <laughs> where are you ranking Steph if he gets one more ring and one more uh, Finals MVP? All time. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Okay, Dub. <laughs> Stop playing with me, bro. Oh shit! <laughs> you, you thought you muted us, but you took the camera off. Yeah, I took it off, but no, I'm not. I'm not. Come on, bro. Don't not doing this that. today. All right, don't don't ask me that. CJ Vincent. Wait, what s- happened? Why why he don't answer the stuff question? Dub, Something Dub, happened that Dub I hate, Dub hates Steph. Oh, he does. Oh, oh you weren't yeah, here no, for this like, Dub, for real. I mean, I, I can't really talk because oh. I didn't rank him either. But like for real, like why won't you rank him? Wait, he hates Steph. No, I, I said I, I don't care. I don't. I don't care about the rings or the MVP. When when Dub got his whole soliloquy off on why he doesn't like Steph and. He's it was guy. today. Yeah. I missed that today. No, no that was episode. last episode. Last episode. Oh, yeah, uh, could you give us it. like thirty seconds of it? No, they they've seen it already, bro. I can't recuperate that same energy. Um, Mars, you're good at recuperating um, stuff. Pe- people meet right, Steph Curry. So Dub has to um equalize. Be the, the person. Ah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Great right. equalizer. That is not equalizer what happened. Dub. Thanks. I right. get it. All moving right. on. Moving on. CJ Vinson. Can we stop with? The without KSW KD slander. If he did not go there, what would he have done? Not play basketball? It is dumb to say, what did he do to win a chip then remove the chips he won? I agree. I agree. Gabaldi. Mute Ron. He's spewing BS. Mute him. (laughs) KG San. Dell has his way of viewing players the same way Mars views players on their peaks. He's simply just explaining it. Whether you agree or not is up to you. Love is love. I don't Fire. understand that. MC Robinson, has anyone watched New Jack City in any of the Friday movies? Come on, bro. Any of the Friday movies? I used New to watch Jack City. Oh, we have somebody. We have somebody. Belly or New Jack? Adele? New Jack. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> like that's not, not even comparable. I'm mad you put New Jack up against that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Like I mean, no, I'm saying just now you did. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, just asking. I'm trying to gauge you. You know, he has to go. That he got to go up against uh, which people might uh, a movie like uh, what's what's the scary movie? Some shit like that. What? That's how you're going to say <laughs> movie, bro. Yeah, with like Marlon and all of them. Menace of Boys in the Hood. <laughs> While drinking their juice in the hood, that one. <laughs> 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 it has to go up against like that. You can't you can't rank it up there with like the paid in fools. You can't do that. Paid in fools is your top is your top movie? No, it's better than Belly. Flash. My great my movie, favorite movie is of all time is a chick flick, but when I get into the gangster role, I love Goodfellas. Oh, another overrated no, movie. Scar- Scarface. No, Scarface. Overrated. Overrated. Like, that I've might be more overrated than Belly. Still never seen it. Yeah, I'll pick, I pick Belly over Scarface for sure. Like, wow. But I can yeah, I mean. Go ahead. My sister but, just watched it and she was just like, yo, what am I watching? I'm like, oh, you just got to wait to the end. So <laughs> Shadows is fire. Shadows is also better than Belly. That's a fact. Shadows is heat. Mm. OD heat. Nah, Shadows is better than Belly, bro. What? Nah. Wow. Mm. I might watch Shadows today. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Nah, Shadows got Belly, bro. <laughs> bro, if you fuck with Shadows, you should watch Top Boy. I know. Uh, you would love no, Top Boy, bro. I just haven't watched it. My she, uh, my lady said it's good. I just haven't watched it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She love it. Dub isn't here for this dubaholic love, but uh, I'm here. Sharon Rada said New Jack or Juice. Woo! Juice. What did somebody say? What they say? Juice. I juice. Go, I go juice. Yeah, juice. Fast. And B. Board said love the channel. Hashtag dubaholics on top. That's a fact. Pause. Yeah, fuck everybody I, else. I forgot... Euro was a, a dubaholic. Um, I don't even. I don't know what yeah. this currency is. I think I want to say these are Indian rupees. But shout out to Mental Insurance for the the super chat. Um, all right, let's get into it. Mars, I got something for you. NBA could implement an in season tournament as soon as twenty twenty three. So Shams tweeted a, a little, um, a little bit of basic information of kind of what they know as of right now for what this would entail. So 2023-24, so not this season. It would be next season. Uh, The bullet points are cup games through November, eight teams advance to single elimination final in December, other 22 continue with regular season, all games part of normal 82-game schedule, one extra for two final teams. Mars, thoughts on this potential in-season tournament? I might just be a bit slow, but I don't understand. Say, say the uh, breakdown of the games. How many more games? Only yep. the finalists. Only the finalists play one or two more games. Yeah. I. It says one extra. So the final two teams just play one extra game. So. So all they, games. So the regular season one. games will be cut down to like let's say seventy, but they still play like eighty-two slash eighty-three games. I don't know how to interpret this. It says all games part of normal 82-game schedule. Okay, so yes, I believe including the tournament, it's still 82 games. The final two teams are playing 83 games, I believe is how you would interpret that. So the tournament would just be regular season games that just get labeled as the tournament. 
Yeah, basically. So it's the same thing. Yeah, so everybody still ends up playing 82 games. So nothing changed. Trash. Trash. No, nah, not really, I guess. Get so really if you're in a tournament, your, your, your games are in the tournament. And if you're not, then I don't know if you play against somebody else. So how does that affect seeding for the actual playoffs that matter? It's nothing, bro. They I think don't it's care just for the, the, just the want people tournament. To, they just want people to have more views. They're trying to make regular like season games matter and people watch them. But this just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And they're trying to put I think I think banners, a tournament could give out fake trophies. Yeah, I think a tournament talk about man made awards and shit. I don't. Like yeah, I mean, be, I mean, it was stupid, but I mean, it's a way that they're trying to market it to uh to try to get more views in the NBA. I mean, didn't the WNBA try that? They had an in season tournament, didn't they? they Bro, yeah, they, nobody, they still they, do. They still the, do. The, the uh, commissioner's uh, cup. Commissioner's cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah no. Ain't nobody watching WNBA, bro. But the WNBA, at least it makes sense for them because their season is so short. You know what I mean? And they have to, like, boost something. I, I just. Yo, and Dub, don't do that. WNBA go crazy. No, but, no, uh, I mean. Dub? No, no. I'm, what the hell are you talking about? I'm not even going to say nothing crazy. Speak, no, okay. I'm not even going to say nothing crazy. I, I, I mean, a... I just think, like, I don't know. that A tournament won't really help the WNBA like that because not a lot of people is attracted to it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Isn't but it that's still, not the, that's not the players' fault. That's the though. actual WNBA's fault by not like, for example, the, the number one thing that blows my mind is they had a um, who? Which team was it? I think it was the Sky. Um, they have Gardner is her name. She's like a 32 year old rookie, and yeah, it's just because like it's never lined up. Like her overseas career has never lined up to where she actually has the opportunity to play in the WNBA. So like just across the board, I'm not talking about the best of the best and the like the worst of the worst. I'm talking about across the board. The WNBA doesn't even have the best players available playing in that league. Mm-hmm. So it's not the best league in the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody's going off of because, it, because of the affiliation with the NBA. But what I'm saying is like you have much better players that play for, I don't know, Fenerbahce or something like that. You know what I'm saying? In Turkey. And they never get the mm-hmm. chance and opportunity to play in the WNBA just because of scheduling or whatever the case may be. And so I just, I'm just not with that. So Plus, the talent pool, not all of the talent pools in the main league. That it should be right, like that. Yeah, and the reason for that is, of course, the money. I think, I, I mean, I don't, I think you need to, you know, dump some money into it first and foremost. You know, what I mean, I think they did a great job. What they broke a bunch of records in terms of like viewership uh, and everything like that, right? Like this is the most viewed regular season. This is the most viewed like Commissioner's Cup since like what's like, this, like the second year or something like that that they ran this. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the most viewed playoffs, and these playoffs have actually been crazy. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. they have all these athletes you know what i mean that are like main characters of like you know this this grand like picture like you know sue bird had her you know farewell season and all that good stuff candace parker doing her thing or whatever so i think even the drama with liz cambage and everything like that man i i'm a i believe in a wnba product let me just say that you know what i mean like i'm a huge fan it's on the come up it's on the come up for sure i love the players man they have real fucking athletes that can actually hoop you know what i'm saying and i just think it's a it's a huge disservice that the NBA is doing via the WNBA that they don't allow the the average, like the bar of, you know what I mean, of of just talent and the potential that these players have not to like be putting that up there because of, you know, the scheduling and all that shit. So they need mm-hmm. to pay, pay these players more because, and even the stuff like fucking, look at, uh, what's her name? Um, Paige Beckers, you know what I mean? For UConn. This yeah, chick, yeah. she about to make, 
she stands to make more money in college than she will in the WNBA. Like Ooh. as you know how the WNBA is going in terms of like how much they're paying their players and you know the the trajectory, how much more money they will be making like ten years from now or whatever. She can make more money in four years at UConn with the NIL deals and stuff like that than in the WNBA and like an entire career of like an average of what like you know seven years or some shit like that, eight years, mm-hmm. which is crazy, crazy mm-hmm. to me. So, like, why why would Paige Beckers be like, yeah, you know what? After two years, let me jump into the league. For what? She making more money in, in college. Nah, you're, you're spitting right now. And on and just to kind of piggyback on that, too, um, WNBA hoop, been dope. That, they, them girls been out there playing legit basketball, good basketball, entertaining basketball. It's just y'all get so caught up in, in dudes dunking from the hash, hash, hash mark and you get you get so caught up in windmills and you know uh dudes dudes doing crossovers and up and under layups that it's like that's all you guys want to see. And yeah, the NBA is entertaining, but if you like basketball, come on, like you'll you'll like the they NBA got hoopers, well. man. They for real got hoopers, like real go getters. So Mark Cuban commented on this in season tournament. He's not a fan. He said, I could see the Mavs not participating at all or resting our best players. I don't know, but I don't get I don't get that angle though because is it is it I don't want the seriousness of the games to get my players hurt because it's not adding more games to your body. It's the same eighty two games season. So what is the difference? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out if you that so, in season tournament adds to your total it overall record it for playoffs. It doesn't. And it that's doesn't. probably why then, because those games don't necessarily matter for when it actually matters, which is the NBA playoffs. And then the teams who play more tournament games, they're no. going to play less regular season games. Exactly. That, it still, it still will be an 82-game season. It still will be the same record. It still will be 82-game season. I will say this, though. To me, this is uh, the NBA is obviously very well thought out. You know, what I mean, they have some incredibly sure. smart minds in terms right. of like just business and how to like you know structure all about like business to make it to make it you know uh, like a attractive product. Fine. So the last time that I remember me not liking whatever they suggested and it actually turned out to be fire was that All Star Game switch up where you know the TBT more- thing, the TBT thing, the Elam ending. Or the yeah, target, yeah, yeah, yeah. The target score, yeah. The target yeah, score yeah. thing. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, when I first heard of that, I was like, what? And then they made me eat my words because it was actually fire in terms of people just being, like players being Intense. more competitive with Intense. each other. Intense, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, man, like let's rock with it. And so if if they think this is going to, you know, improve the, the overall experience for consumers and it actually works, I'm with it. Right. So for for Mark Cuban to say that, right? So it's basically him saying like if if we play a regular season game here tonight, you would rest your players cuz that that you know what I'm saying that's that's what I don't understand. It's the same 82 games just in a different bracket or he don't want his players to be that locked in so early. You know, I I don't get why they won't he said the Dallas won't play in it. I I want to see his angle on that. like what is it all harming? What, what it sounds like to me is just like um, they just going to give out divisional, like you know what I mean. Like it's like the like in the divisions they just make those like play against each other like tournament style or whatever, and then like you a champion of divisions type of shit. But like I don't see how this is like you said, Mars. How does this affect your seating in in the actual playoffs? 
Yeah, that's that's what I don't understand, which is why I'm confused. Euro, how did you feel about the play-in tournament when they first announced it? Um, I didn't have any feelings towards it because to me, it was like I'm watch the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. I don't care what happens before. Right. Like it, it was, was just, just good. It was it was just good. Um, it was just good, uh, you know, basketball. But I think the reason the, the first year of the playing tournament was the bubble, right? Mm-hmm. And so, after like, the, I was just looking the at bubble? the bubble. No, they I was made in the it bubble. for the bubble. And so, to me, I was just looking at the bubble as overall basketball experience. And so, I was more so focused on that as opposed to a playing tournament. So, I, I really like the bubble. Everybody knows that, man. I've been defending the bubble forever. So, got yeah. you. The bubble was one of the best basketball we've ever seen, bro. <laughs> that doesn't thing was that, that thing was immaculate. Bro, I don't know how anyone thinks that the bubble doesn't count when the playing field was even. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. I I don't know. I can't comprehend it. Yeah, what, the bubble really was think good. It doesn't count. LeBron won. That's why it doesn't count. <laughs> to be honest. All right, to be honest. Phil Jackson thinks that the NBA should add a four-point shot in a 30-second shot clock. Here's quotes. This is from a complex um, article interview with Phil Jackson. He said, why not have a four-point line about 35 feet out? It wouldn't be long before players will get reasonably comfortable shooting from out there. And having a four-point line would certainly serve to enable teams to catch up in what are now blowout games. I yeah, think they'll try to do all-star. Now be fifty points, sixty point blowouts too. Can go I think they too. now. I think he now uh, they'll try to try that in maybe an all-star game to see how it to see how it pan out. But I I, I don't know if that will, and a thirty-second shot clock is ridiculous. I hope if they put that, and I'll be highly upset. Like highly, this, I hated how long the shot clock was in college. I hated it. This is like what it was his, thirty-five. The, I think this. Yeah, yes, it was. This was the quote for. Um, the, the the 30 second shot clock. This would give offenses more time to get low post players involved, make defenses work harder, and encourage more passing and player movement. Yeah, it would but make he, defense nah, impossible. He, but he doesn't know do. how the game is going to develop. Like this is a change that'll change how people are playing basketball. We don't know if that change is going to shift towards the post now, just because you have more spacing and everything like that. Like he doesn't know that. Nobody knows that. And also, too, it's based on culture philosophy anyways. Like, I, I don't care if you give Mike D'Antoni a, a, a minute shot clock. He's still going to try to get the ball into his primary ball handler, have them come off a pick and roll and score as soon as possible. So, like, that expanding the shot clock doesn't really too much change anything with how certain coaches, you know, are going to coach. If anything, if anything, it's going to, in the first few years, it's going to speed up the game. Because how I'm looking at it is, yo, 35 feet, 40 feet or whatever, bro, you walking across half court, like, stepping into that shot is much easier than coming off of a screen. Let's get that out the way. That's you know what I'm saying? So now, true. so now you, the defenses have to pick up way, way earlier, right? Because you don't want to have Dame Lillard, Steph, whoever just walk across half court, just launching some shit for four points. You know what I mean? Potentially a five point play. You don't want that happening. And so now you have a lot more space. Now guys like, you know what I'm saying? De'Aaron Fox or whoever, they just going to run it down your throat. You know what I mean? Like, and you have all of that, like the game would just pick up, you know what I mean? The half court yeah. sets would just be like fake, 
fast breaks, semi fast breaks. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I'm looking at most. Yeah, of I, I, could I think when we're talking that. about when we're talking about low posts and all that stuff, Phil, I think you need to be looking at like more like dump offs and everything like that. And so players like Giannis will eat, will eat. I I kind of disagree though, Euro. I don't know that you're extending your defense throughout the duration of the game out to a four point line, and I don't think they're chucking up four pointers at the clip that I don't know if maybe you're imagining like do you do you have an idea in your head of how many four pointers they would shoot in a game cuz no, I don't I, I don't think I, it would no, be I that much but what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like somebody like Dame right if you don't pick him up and he's like able to walk up to the four point line and just pull it just because the the guy doesn't have his hands up or he's like you know 4 feet away from him or something like that he's going to pull that it's, you know sure. I mean? at least at least once a quarter twice a quarter you know what I mean like look sure. Like let's say let's he does it he does it once a quarter four times four is sixteen that's a thirty two point swing, bro. What? Yeah, but but statistically, I don't think they even come close to how well they shoot three pointers. Yeah, but that but that'll increase exponentially it, and it, rapidly. It absolutely will. I mean, the just second, like with the three point line, that's all it, they're they, going to be people, practicing. You know, Coaches Larry Bird shot two, that. three threes a game, five five threes a game, and you see how. Just over time, it, it became more comfortable and more integrated just into a, a everyday basketball game. Yeah. Well, basically, what I'm saying is like we don't know how – if this is actually implemented, we don't know how the game will develop, right? And so for Phil to be like, yeah, you know, this is going to favor the post and, and this and that, like we don't know that. He doesn't know that. Doesn't the, um, the big three, don't they have a four-point line? The Korean League. I think the big three, three point line, same. Distance. This is what they, what the NBA should be modeling the All Star game after, for real. How the there's a, was it Korean league? It went viral like last year. It was crazy. I'm, I'm very curious if the big three. I want to look at stats. The here. big three has a four point line for sure. Right, and I know that context matters in this. That it's all half court, so it would be a. I understand that it's much different. It's a lot easier to guard that four-point shot. Um, are these averages, leaders, totals, averages? Let's see. Four you guys are talking about implementing the four-point line? Yeah. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I would have to, like, really get <laughs> into it. Up. Why? I just think it's just stupid, bro. I mean, it just it adds an extra layer for what? For no reason. To improve the like, game. That's not even playing back. Make it more competitive. That's not Maybe. improving the game. Or, no, it's not improving the game or anything. I just think you're just trying to get clickbait. It's a clickbait move. You want, you just want it to make everything more appealing, which is cool and everything. But I think the three point line was good enough. Clickbait to introduce a four point line. <laughs> what? That's for sure. A four, introducing a four point line is is solely not even for the game of basketball. It's solely for use. They want to see guys putting up three-point shots and really, like, I don't know, making so it was, exciting. So was adding the three-point line clickbait? Adding the three-point line? Yeah. I think, in a way, we have to understand it's different times where, in today's day, basketball has – basketball, for the majority of part, has gotten figured out. Back then, basketball was in its infancy stages, so there was a lot of things to improve on. There was more things to improve on and more things to get better at. Adding a three-point line was somewhat rewarding the perimeter players for playing on the perimeter. Now, you adding the four-point line, 
there is nothing for the game of basketball where adding a fourth point line does other than just making it more fun or making it more appealing. That infancy statement is stupid. You can say it's stupid, bro. At the end of the day, basketball. It is stupid because 500 years from now, what we're looking at basketball right now, that's infancy too. No, bro. Like you, it's just, basketball yes. started in the 500 60s. years from now when they play basketball. Bro, bro, we'll basketball at the started 2020s as okay. This was the infancy. No, 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 no. Because at at the end of the day, I believe when you've evolved so far for humans, it's just very hard to it to just jump the ways, jump from like the 60s. Oh, so you think evolution is tapering off? I think evolution is definitely going <laughs> to happen, but it's not going to be as dramatic as we've seen. Right, it's tapering off. Yeah, it's not going to be as dramatic. <laughs> Doug, hey, Doug, remember your Uncle Floyd was trying to tell you about this? He, 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 he tried to spill you the same thing, that, that you're always going to look back generations and say, oh, this generation is better than this generation, or they weren't as good as us. I'm not even, I'm not even saying that. Nobody's saying that. What I'm saying, when they introduced the three-point line, that was in the 70s and 80s. Basketball, they've started having organized basketball back in the 50s and 60s. That's yeah. infancy basketball, Euro. Yeah, but are you hearing what Euro's saying? 200 years from now, it would technically still be. We would technically Man, still be. If we're gonna be real, if we're gonna be real, we don't even know if America will be here in 200 years. If we're gonna be honest, so like honestly, I'm not hearing that. I'm, I'm just not. Just Amer- just America, dub. The rest America, of the world, the world bro. Like I'm not even 200 years. Like, bro, that's such an exaggeration, bro. I'm not worried about 200 years from now. I'm sorry. Maybe for my kids, but for for sports, bro, I'm not worried. I'm not looking things from 200 years. Do from you now, think that the NBA can sustain viewership and and whatnot if they didn't make any changes for the next, call it 50 years? No, you always have to change. You always have to adapt. And I agree with that. Like you guys was complaining about the tournaments. I say, no, nah, no, nah, try to tournaments out, see if that could add more a draw. But just a, a four-point line, bro, it's just, I mean, hey, bro, I mean, it's just me. I'm just not a fan of it. So what about like the hand-checking rule and stuff? Can't check what, about, what, think, about, what about the D? Since you're talking about clickbaiting, like rule changes and stuff like that, I feel like the NBA definitely went the opposite direction when they didn't allow, like when they got rid of the illegal defense. 2005. Shit, or like implemented yeah. that, you know what I mean? Because all you had to do is beat your defender and then you have free, you know, like a free lane to the basket. So, and if you get a couple athletes in the mix, mm-hmm. that's all highlights. That's all crazy so, dunks. They so what was, ha- what was happening in the 80s where. If you look back on some of the games, like they didn't really trust shooting like that at all. So even guys where you would think is like a great three-point shooter at the time, a lot of times they would help off and go double the big man down low. That's why illegal defenses came into play because if guys are just helping off and not even respecting the man, it's just it's just ridiculous. So they brought illegal defense to provide more spacing. They took that away. And then in the 2000s, I think guys just – like evolution, they just became better three-point shooters. But it was very hard to score at that time, so they had to. They eliminated the hand-checking rule in 2005 completely to make it easier for guys to get off. And then things like the Orlando Magic with the stretch bigs, and then three-point shooting became more of a thing, and then basketball became to the way that it is today. But like that's why that's why uh, illegal defense became a thing. Nice history lesson. Speaking of history lessons, um, do you guys know who has the most rebounds and uh, most career rebounds in each position, point guard through center? Um, Will Chamberlain center, I believe. Give me all of them. Who you think for all of them? Um, Jesus Christ. Um, Point guard's Russell Westbrook. 
or Jason Kidd? No. Yeah. Um, Keep going. Damn. Um, I, would, I wouldn't say any of the older guys because they didn't play 82 games the way that all these younger guys are playing. So they have Wait, a lot what? more rebounds. Oscar Robertson, per season, how many games did he play? He was playing like every damn near every game. Okay. And how many games a season did they have back then? Uh, it was like 82. 82. Did they, they have 82? Like 82? And they played like mm-hmm. 48 minutes and like very fast pace. I think Oscar Robertson – it's probably leading the point guards. I think Kobe Bryant. When did they start? When guards. did they start playing playing eighty two games? Oh, I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm here. Let me pull so this check. bad boy up. Boop. All right. All I know see. is centers Will Chamberlain, and I think point guards Russell Westbrook or Jason Kidd. 71, 79, 80, 79, 75, 76, 79, 65. They probably played 82 games. This was 1960-61. He played 71 games. I don't know how many total were in that season. but See, so he's at, he's at a disadvantage already. But in 63, he played 80 games. So so I would assume 60. after 62-63, they were probably playing at least 80 games. So I don't think it's that far off. But anyway, go ahead, Mars. Okay, so you have... Will Chamberlain. Yep. Russell Westbrook or Jason Kidd, one of them. Shooting guard. Um, shooting guard, probably Kobe. Small forward. Um, it's actually a difficult list. I'm not gonna lie. Small yeah. forward. You got you got Larry Bird, but he didn't play very long. Mm-hmm. You got Elgin LeBron. LeBron averaged like seven. Elgin Baylor was averaging like 18 rebounds a game. Elgin Baylor is the answer. Matt, it's probably Elgin Baylor. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, power forward. I don't, um, <sighs> Tim Dunk? No. Dennis Rodman, probably. No, Dennis Rodman wasn't going crazy with the rebounds until like Chicago. Later on in his career. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, Moses Malone was a center. Um, I would have never guessed this player. I'll tell you that he's probably from the '60s. But I'm also a casual, so nah. Sixty, if it's '60s, I'd probably know because Elgin Baylor, small forward, is the '60s. It's, it's probably it's probably Kareem's weak era. <laughs> um, what about KG? Nah, KG. I'm trying to think of guys who. KG had the years where he was averaging like 15, but it also tapers off after like four years. You need some sustainability. Um, All right. This is taking way too long. I uh, thought you would just give me some rapid fire answers. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, (laughs) I mean, everybody can Google Mars. No, don't Google. Don't Google. I'm putting it up. I'm putting it up. Oh, this yeah. is what it is. Okay, yeah. I was Jason Kidd, Kobe Bryant, Bryant Elgin, Elgin Baylor, Elvin Hayes, and Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, I wasn't getting Elvin Hayes. Okay, good thing we moved 23 rebounds, 23,000, almost 24,000 rebounds. That's crazy. <laughs> rebounds. Was that Wes Unsell? No. It was Elvin Hayes. He said oh, the Elvin five Hayes. names. No, my <laughs> thing lagged. Oh. All right, let's talk about 2020, 2022 basketball. 
Hall of Fame inductees. Of course, Manu Ginobili, better than Clay Thompson. Tim Hardaway, Swin Cash, Lindsey Whalen, Marianne Stanley, Bob Huggins, George Carl, Hugh Evans, Lou Hudson, Larry Costello, Del Harris. Larry Costello, wow. Teresa Shank-Grentz. Whoa, this name. Let's see. Radovaj Korak? Radovaj Korak, I think. You said Del Harris? Yeah. Yes. The coach? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. That's the 2022 Basketball Hall of Fame. So Manu was the only first ballot? So he, I don't know. I think he's the first ballot. I think he retired in 2018, so makes sense. Yeah. They're not counting the COVID skip year. There's only two players in basketball history that have these three. An Olympic gold medal, a EuroLeague title, and an NBA championship. Mm. Manu Ginobili and Dell, do you know? Say EuroLeague, NBA chip, and Olympic. Gold medal. Is it Marc Gasol or Dirk Dirk Nowitzki? No, it's neither of those. Oh, EuroLeague. Dirk Dirk never played in the EuroLeague. Um, Shit. Why do I feel like I just seen this somewhere? Because <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> Is it a guard? It just happened. Well, the the uh, no, they, not my, Manu not was Manu's. just inducted, so that's why this information's probably oh. you've probably just seen. I'm going to assume the chat's right with this on. Chat is right. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know. I yeah, wouldn't have guessed they it are. either. It's a small Ford. Very old. <laughs> Very yeah, old. Uh, it's Bill Bradley. So Monty Ginobili and Bill Bradley are the only ones who have an Olympic gold medal, EuroLeague title, and the NBA championship. Pretty fire. That's cute. All right. This, wow. I want to get to this one <laughs> last, last show, but we weren't able to, so we'll get to it today. Uh, Bleacher Reports on the 7th put out a NBA's best villains of the past 10 years, and they rank them. I think there's only seven. I think they only did seven. Yeah, they did seven. Okay. Tell me if you agree, disagree with this list, if you'd put anyone else in here or you'd rank them differently. So starting at number seven, it was Jimmy Butler. These are the the be- the NBA's best villains of the past 10 years. Number seven is Jimmy Butler. How is Jimmy a villain? Number six is LeBron James. Look at you meet right Because you meet right him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Can y'all give me a good reason why he's a villain? Because the way he blew up the dressing room in Minnesota. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, you got it. Number five is Chris Paul. Four is Kevin Durant. Three is James Harden. Two is Patrick Beverly. And number one is Draymond Green. I actually think that's not a bad list. I think that list is upside down. You think You think Jimmy Butler should be number one? Oh, I thought Jimmy. I went from seven to one. I went seven to one. Sorry. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. So is that how you would rank those? Yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. Maybe KD a little bit higher, especially now. How's LeBron a villain at school? Uh, Miami Heat. He was for sure a villain. They took on the villain. And the China situation. What? What happened there? I always forget. 
he's very outspoken oh, when it comes never to mind. social issues. And then yep, when they yep. went crazy on China or whatever, he said nothing because, you know, yep. that's, he, he makes a lot of money. So That's true. You know, he didn't want to say anything. And people were like, oh, look at you, LeBron. Fucking <laughs> hypocrite. <laughs> nah, that is true. Oh, any comments on this villains list? Do we think it's good? I don't. I'm trying to think of someone. Could you could you say it again? James I was, Harden. I was in a conversation. Say it quickly. I don't know about James Harden on this list. So going from seven to one, Dell, we have Jimmy Butler, LeBron James, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Pat Bev, Draymond Green. I think Kyrie should be there. What did Chris Paul yeah. James Harden. Uh, Chris Paul is a dirty NBA player. I think that's why he's a villain. He's ridiculously a dirty NBA player. Yeah, I think um, he would be number one if people actually knew what they were oh, fucking yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm just, I, I think a lot of people, people a lot really of people, they just ball watch like, when they watch NBA. It's like especially the casual fan. Like I rarely watch the ball. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's what the highlights are for, I guess. But yeah, man, Chris Paul when he's just roaming, he'd be doing some crazy stuff, man. I think Kyrie could be there. Kyrie I think Dame, should be there. I think Dame could be a villain. <laughs> no, no, everybody loves Dame. Yeah, yeah but Dame's he could not be even a close to being a villain. I like no. I like Dame time in the villainous act. Is Ben Simmons not a villain? What about what about that no. um, that dude Mr. that was um, that was really saying these anti-Semitic things on on Twitch? Yeah, he's hated. Um, I'm talking about from my Miami Heat. How yeah. about Enos Cantor? You could be hated, but not freedom. A freedom. What freedom is his Cantor. name, bro? Miles. Myers Leonard. Leonard. Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard. Yeah. Myers Leonard. So, so I mean, Miles we... Bridges is a villain too, then. Mayonnaise. Yes. For sure. For sure. Yes. Ma- mayonnaise <laughs> Leonard. Wait. So why are we name like? <laughs> <laughs> so why are we naming the 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 like the type of villains? Is it just like? What what makes them the villain? This list. What makes these seven the villain? There are there's a write up for each of these is explaining okay, okay. why, and I'm not okay. going to read all of them. Yeah, but okay, right. I just, I'm sure I just it's like popularity it ratings and stuff. I just yeah. wanted to, I just wanted to hear your guys' input. Because honestly, like, right I'm now sure the like only metric, it's like a metric, you know, between like jersey sales and like mentions on Twitter and like if they're oh, okay. like the sentiment is positive and negative and all that stuff. Right now, the oh only villain God. in NBA to me is KD. I swear. Number one, yeah, number one right now is for sure. Has to be there. Bro, and I feel Russ, like and Russ probably too. I feel like Draym- Draymond in Pat Bev as one and two is perfect to me. What about Trey Young? He should definitely oh, be a villain as well. Only in New York. He's really? <laughs> nah, he is for sure a villain, bro. What he only was doing this summer was disrespectful. Seriously, I feel like that's very or it only applies to New York because outside yeah. of that, like, where do you really see? Trey Young yeah. being a villain, like he he got those fans what? so worked up. No, and they son, hate he's him. a villain, bro. He's no one outside villain. of New York. He's hates even a, Trey he's Young even, like that. It's the casual y'all be talking about, bro. He's even a villain in Miami. Every time when he goes in a apartment, <laughs> he's out there trying to embarrass these cats. And I'm oh, Miami bad, too. Bro. Yeah, he's right too. With Miami, him and Jimmy Butler had a little back and forth, and he got crazy today. Son, they dropped fifty. On as- nah, bro. Come on, son. He's a villain for sure. He's a villain in the NBA. That he loves it. In the like, you know how much villain? he, I think he for sure. Yeah, bro. You know how much of a villain you would have to be where your team just beats the Boston Celtics, but they're screaming, fuck Trey Young. When you didn't even play against them, bro. They just started screaming. Yeah, fuck but that's Trae just Young. one fan base though. We talking. Miami don't fuck with him either, bro. League. 
Cross the entire league, he's a villain, bro. He got a little cockiness, swagger to him. I like it, though. I like it a lot. Definitely has swagger talking. to him. He talks crap. So who's, the su- who's the superheroes if we got the villain? Who's the superheroes? Giannis, Luka, Jokic. Yeah, Giannis, for sure, Steph, superhero. Giannis, Steph, Luka, Jokic, Steph would Steph. be number one. Um, Jesus Giannis would be Steph number would be two. Number I think yeah, he would. Be As superheroes, it would be Steph. Giannis Dame. Dame is up there. Since y'all said Dame can't be a villain for Dame Tom. Um, Kawhi. No. No. Kawhi is neutral. Where would John Morant lie? More of a hero or more of a villain? Oh, my God. I think John Morant and Ann Davis. I mean, not Ann Davis. Ann Edwards. I think both of them, they're like. Villainous. Depending on how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. The supervillain or the superhero. Villainous for sure. They are definitely on that little edge. You know what I mean? Wait, 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 wait. You said. What was the name I just said? Kawhi? I think he's neutral. I feel like Kawhi leans more towards a hero than a villain, though. For sure. I don't. I don't know that he would make the top five if we're making a top five heroes list. Kawhi is a a sober Hancock. He's not. not Yeah, right. He's not a hero. He's just like there. Where we put Chris Middleton? Put Kawhi. Not, it's not the same players, guys. Don't go crazy. Right. This is the same feel as superhero and villain talk. Right, right, right. Hold on. I like I'm this. Reading, okay, I'm I like reading this. anti-hero in the chat. Is it like what's the definition of an anti-hero as opposed to a, a villain? villain? Let me see what <laughs> right. Google has to say. Hmm, an anti-hero. What is an anti-hero? I, I like, I like this anti-hero. Is, this is Google's definition or definitions from Oxford languages. A central character in a story, movie, or drama who lacks conventional heroic attributes. Kawhi. Wait. Anti-hero. No, no. Uh, he said hero is... No, no, no. Oh, they he lack a convention. An anti-hero is a central character in a story, movie, or drama who lacks conventional heroic attributes. Okay. Yeah. He like, la- you know how uh, Kawhi, he just doesn't care. And, like, caring about like others and, like, the betterment of everything. You know what I mean? That's, like, a central... Attribute. Okay, Kyrie Irving. I got you. I got Kyrie Irving. Get the fuck out of here. He's a villain, bro. He is not an anti-hero. He's an anti-hero, bro. Maybe for anti-vaxxers, so that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a hero for them, bro. He's not Yo, an anti-hero. But no, it's Kyrie, bro. He lacks conventional hero's attributes. Uh, Kyrie was a hero to a but lot of people. But he doesn't lack year, villainous bro. attributes, so he's <laughs> he a was a hero. Okay. Wait, wait, wait! He's no, on to on. something. He is on to okay. something. I'm not going to hold you. Let me ask you a question, right? What is the villain that Kyrie did? Tell me. I mean, stomping on Lucky. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. That's only calling one people peasants and peons. Yeah. And stuff. Nah, nah, stop. That's talking to me. No, no, he be he be but his arrogance. He's a he's an anti-hero. He's. He's speaking out. No, I don't want to say his arrogance. His perceived arrogance, like everybody, right? Exactly. The right. Media but there's a lot of people. Him and then, they, of course, everything is right. narrative based, right? This is a whole right. narrative, exactly driven conversation. We, have we right don't now. know Kyrie behind the scenes, so we cannot talk about like we. It would be disrespectful okay. to to Yo, put this about, blanket statement of who Kyrie ben Irving Simmons? is. But from no, what no, 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 see, no, what no, the media no, does, the media. That's what I was going to ask you. That's what I was going to ask you, JD. So anti-hero. Is it a media-driven no. list uh, or are we driven 
It's all media driven, Dell, because we no one knows these people's personal lives. So like the, we would never come at them there. Okay, so okay, it's so from the media perspective, but I thought we, we were trying to change our own one too. So okay, I, but I still like the media our hands out here. I'm pro player no matter what. Right. Right. Even the guys that I criticize, I'm I'm in favor. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm never <laughs> gonna be doing that. Bro, we forgot about Westbrook. Where's he on the Westbrook? Oh, as a villain or what? I, I mean, I said if we're going based off like ratings and reactions and online, how you're perceived. Nah, wow. I think Kyrie. people are just on, on Westbrook's head, but. They, no, I'm not going to lie. You made me onto something with this anti hero. Son, he's an anti hero, dub. Son, I'm not. I don't he's hate really it. I don't hate it. Like, <laughs> Yo, it's, it, it's perfectly made for him, like, bro. That's kind of Son, he speaks up for what he believes <laughs> is right. Regardless of what people think, you feel me? I'm not yo, hating it right now. Like yo, he's he stands for what he believes bro. in, stands ten toes down, and to fuck right. everybody in what they think. And there's a he's lot of people that resonate with that. Well, yo, that's an antihero. Kyrie, maybe an antihero, son. I can see You're that. not supposed to be loved. You're supposed to be that. hated, but you yo. do everything for the right of yourself and the right for the people around you. Yo, Kyrie's an antihero. Wow. No, I'm about to tear. I'm about to tear up right now. Oh, just thinking oh, about it, son. Holy God. shit. All right. Oh, what about Andrew Tate? Anti-hero for sure. Free Andrew <laughs> Tate. Free Andrew Tate, bro. And Wait, who's Andrew Tate? Nobody. The, Don't worry. The most about Googled it. man in, in the US right now. Well, let me add to his search engine. Go ahead. Good luck finding him. He got removed off of everything. Yeah, he got wiped off the digital. Go on Bumble. They, Go on they, Bumble. They, they trumped him. They, they ain't trumping because he, he getting like 500,000 people watching him on Bumble, which is ridiculous. Dub, Dub I'm talking no, about the ex-president of the United States. That's what they did to him. They trumped him. Um. All right. Oh. Former Lakers head coach, former, Jesus, former Lakers coach, Del Harris. If Shaq had Kobe's mentality, he could have been the best player ever. Facts. Thoughts? Yeah, he's already third for me, so it doesn't make much difference. Wait, what? What he said? What? Numero uno. Del Harris said if Shaq had Kobe's mentality, he could have been the best player ever. Oh, uh, okay. Can you see that? Yes. Uh, I mean, I hate I hate this, but yes. But how? Because that's it's, it's that's well what I was going to say. Because it's well documented that Shaq didn't work hard. And even he said this. He was a and lazy so, defender. And so. just by saying that, you know, Kobe's mentality in terms of like him, him being a workaholic and just outworking everybody, right? If you put that attribute on Shaq and him just like actually doing something, like getting his body more in shape to like optimize his game, I, I can definitely see that. Like you said, Morris, he's top three in your book. He's very high in my book as well. I can definitely see him move up a couple of notches, if not all the notches, and be the best player if he had I, the right mindset just, to go with. I just don't see how hard work makes Shaq better than Michael Jordan. No, uh, Mars. I mean, you got to understand, hard work can translate to your talents as a player, bro. Like, there's a saying, there's a saying, like, hard work beats talent when talent stops working hard. And Kobe Bryant was very talented and dominant individual who, didn't I'm not gonna say he didn't work hard, but he didn't work as hard as he should have been. So he, Shaq. He meant to say Shaq, but he said Kobe. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. I said Kobe. Okay. My bad, my bad. Kobe was very talented, and 
I'm not gonna say he didn't work hard, bro. There was times where he'd be lazy even on the court. There was times you said it again. <laughs> I said it again. I'm, yes. sorry, I'm watching the game. I'm watching the game. I'm watching the game. I'm mind somewhere else. But um, but yeah, focus like, on one thing. You clearly can't multitask. I got like three games I'm watching at the same time. But yo, um, but yeah, but if Shaq really started working hard, protecting his, uh, perfecting his craft, and becoming more skilled as well, like through that hard work, because you could acquire skills through hard work. I mean, who's not to say that he could have been the best? Chat, I, I just, I just dropped the. Steph link. Curry became the best out of. Steph, yeah, Steph ask, Curry became who he this. was because of let hard me, work. Let me ask That's you this, fine. Mars: Do you Strong, think Kobe would be would be the same person if he didn't have the work ethic? Pardon? Do you think Kobe would be the same person in terms of like his ranking if he didn't have the notorious work ethic that he has or had? Um, That's a yes I mean, or no answer. No, probably not. But I think so. That, and so why why can't you apply that to Shaq? Because I'm looking at Shaq's game. I'm looking at what I saw. The bad free throws. Okay, he was dominant because of his size, but his size also limited what he was able to do defensively in terms of mobility. So if we're gonna say he worked harder to stay in shape, we're also taking. It's away not just from working harder dominance. though. We're talking about the mentality because Kobe's mentality is not just working harder. Kobe's mentality is I'm not getting. I'm not being defeated. And so if he's at the free throw line, right, and his that's his that's his Achilles heel, and he's like, you know what, I'm working hard. I'm free you know, practicing a thousand free throws a day or whatever, or a thousand makes a day, however long that takes me, and I'm trying to get it to like you know if it takes me six hours, I'm trying to get it down to three hours or whatever. Kobe's mentality is like, bro, like I am not letting free throws defeat me. We will not lose games. Like that's a mentality to have, and so like the confidence that comes with that, like it's just more than just the actual work that you put in, and so that's what Dale Harris was saying. Like if he had Kobe's mentality. And it goes into the work that Shaq also didn't put in. It it would make him better, no question. It would make anybody better. It would make him better. I'm not doubting that. I just don't think even if you made Shaq shoot 75 percent from the line, he's still not bad. Michael Jordan, look at the okay. best player ever. I'm saying I don't think he'd be the best player ever. I already okay. have him number three. There's okay. not much higher I can put. Him. I guess that's a different discussion then, because you just have Michael Jordan number one, no matter what. Well, not in that way. What would it take for somebody? So what I'm saying is, though, if you have Shaq as that, right, you know, with the Mamba mentality and everything, I would say, I would argue that that comes with multiple championships as well. At mm-hmm. least they would have been able to three-peat that last, that last time around, right? So he would have more championships and like, what would it take for Shaq to be, or anybody to be ranked higher than Michael Jordan in your book? I mean, you have to be better than him at basketball. I I don't, I don't, I'm just looking at Shaq's game. If he's, his weakness was free throws. That's fine. Okay. He becomes a better free throw shooter. 80%. He becomes an 80% free throw shooter. That's still not enough for me to say he's better than Michael Jordan, who's still to me. Well, he probably becomes a better defender yeah, as well but, because but look of how at, his. how does the game? Look at how that changes the complexion of the game in general. Because yeah, how you can't, you can't foul him. That rule changes no more. Yeah, that's fine. You can't foul him intentionally, but he also scored points because people fouled him. Sha- Shaq could become a better defender uh, if he's working harder, bro. I mean, a lot of a lot of defense is the amount of work you're willing to put in as well. So Shaquille O'Neal, I, I highly doubt that he would sit here and let himself get so out of shape. He'll be more mobile. He'll want to dominate on the defensive end as well as the offensive end. 
there's no way I, I just think with the hard work with Kobe Bryant, the mentality of Kobe Bryant, I don't think like I just don't know how he just doesn't become a better defender, bro. Like he's gonna look know, to be I more of a know monster. How Shaq weighing that much can become much better on defense than he was. That's that's that is why that's what I actually was waiting for you to say, Mars, until I got off a of mute. So the fact that you're saying that goes to Euro and Dove's point. If he worked harder, Shaq game and dominance wasn't really predicated on his weight. If he was in sh- basically, if Shaq was in shape, if 2001 Shaq stayed 2001 Shaq right there, that's mm-hmm. what they're saying. That amount no, of that dominance. Shaq still, was one small that Shaq still had the same defensive weaknesses as 2001. No, but this is what I'm saying. If you're working hard mentally and getting your game better, if, if someone is saying, Kobe Bryant, you can't do this. The mentality thing is, Kobe Bryant, you can't do this, right? Shaq, people said, Shaq, yo, you, you couldn't play defense. He didn't care. They were still winning. You know what I'm saying? He was still eating burgers or whatever the case. If he had the mentality, like, I must keep my body in shape. I'm gonna. Shaq could have been a good defender in the NBA. He still he, he averaged, was a good defender when he was. There's he could have been. A, he could have been a better one. Be no, because I, of his size. That's what I'm saying. What would I you say is Kobe's see. limitation? No, I'm talking about Shaq's. Limitation. I know. I'm asking you a question. What would you say Kobe's limitation was? Just bad shot taking bad shots. I guess. But you, he didn't come into the NBA like that. It didn't start from rookie year, sophomore year. He didn't have no limitations. He worked and worked and worked so people could say he could do anything on the basketball court. Became an all-world defender um, and everything. So that that's what basically they're saying. If, if he had that mentality, someone say, hey, you have a limitation, work on that, he would be – which I, it's like Will Chamberlain, right? They but said he, but I they guess said what you're saying, Mars, his game don't he, change he anyway. He's still assist. the same player, which I I agree with that as well. But that's I, basically I, saying I'm just saying I I I get Shaq can become a better free for sure. He can become a better defender. I just don't see how Shaq at that size, even peak Shaq 2000 2001, at that size, the issue wasn't that. Yes, there were effort issues, which comes from just that much of an offensive load, which happens to everyone, by the way, not just Shaq. Happens to everyone. The issue was he wasn't mobile enough on the perimeter defensively, so he wouldn't step out there. I don't see how Shaq, even with people questioning, oh, you can't do that. I don't see how he all of a sudden gains that ability to become that mobile big that he would need to be. Well, he can definitely increase his mobility and his lateral movement by number one, dropping weight. Number two, just actually working on that. You know what I mean? And number I three, having the mentality weight, to be like, you know what, I'm offensive. not getting cooked out here on the three-point line like that. And I think if he drops weight, he's not going to become a much worse player, but I think his dominance offensively does decrease a partial amount to where the defense... That partial, that partial amount doesn't mean what was, shit. Yo, yo, what was Shaq number with Penny? What was his shit. numbers with Penny? I don't know numbers. Bro, he was giving he was giving Yo, Hakeem work. Was, Mars, like, he, you're not going to sit here and tell me. Just because he's losing player, weight, he's not going to be giving Dikembe Mutombo buckets, bro. Like, you're just not going to sit here and say that. Because he will be the best big in the league. 100%. Yeah, bro. I, I think you're – I understand the point. I understand the point. Like, bro, come on, bro. I don't want to paint the narrative that Shaq wasn't mobile. Like, he was definitely Right, he was mobile. Right, right, right. But, Mars, you have Shaq three all time. And who do you have two? LeBron. So do you think there's anything that Shaq like do you think he would be able if he had those attribute like attributes like the Kobe mentality and all that other shit or whatever, do you think he would be above LeBron? Or is that is that I LeBron think, and Jordan is like one A, one B type shit? And that's just I mean they are stuff. like for me, the way I do it, LeBron and Jordan in terms of peaks so of like basically neck and neck, but MJ's a bit above. I think there's a case to be made for 
maybe one season. 2000 Shaq versus MJ and LeBron, I think you could argue it. I think if you went just single one season and you gave Shaq 80% free throw shooting in that season, I think you could argue he's better than MJ. Can I ask you something? Wait, hold on, wait. Can I ask you something? Because this is very important. Um, The true shooting percentage between uh, Shaq and MJ, what is it? What's the difference between that? What year? That whole career? The the peaks that you measure. I know you measured it. You know the peaks. Like, what's the true shooting percentage <laughs> you know for, the Shaq's, <laughs> for Shaq's peaks and MJ's peaks? What's the true shooting percentage difference? Bear with me. Yo, chat, while we're waiting on this, I dropped the link to join the show in the chat. It's pinned in the YouTube chat. So if you're not watching on, on YouTube and you want to tap in, uh, go to our YouTube channel right now at the top of the, the chat. You'll see a pinned link to come up here and join the show. Come talk about, uh, give your insight or comments, opinions on things that we've talked about today, or really whatever you want to get off. All right, let's do super chats while Mars is doing this. Kid Darkness, would increasing draft odds as a prize be good? I think that's for that was for the tournament in season tournament. Oh, yeah, maybe. Then all the worst teams will be uh, playing for that. Vari, I agree with Dub. Trey was a villain in this year playing two against Cavs. True. That is true. I forgot about that. Mars, where are we at here? Um, I'm pulling up MJ's numbers. What so are we I doing right have, now? I thought you have a list because this is the thing. This is my point. I, I have a list of best players. I don't have a this list is, of their true shooting. I, I just know you just look some shit up like that, so I figured for you to know. I my thing is, I if, memorize it. if you think because you hope measure Shaq his efficiency of offense, I think his true shooting was like fifty eight percent. You like that efficiency yes, or whatever? He increases. You just said out your mouth. He increases to an eighty percent free throw shooter, which helps his true shooting percentages on yes. top of that we're saying that he becomes a better defender as well and you're a guy comes out your mouth you have a personal bias of valuing rim protection over anything so mm-hmm. when you got a guy with probably he's going to be just as efficient as michael jordan he's going to be a, a, a better defender a league defend a, a, a very great defender and since you value rim protecting way more than mj and his perimeter defending i just don't see how in the world you don't think that mj will be better than Shaq. I mean, Shaq would be better than MJ due to your own bias and your own logic. Um, I, I, will, I will answer that once I get these MJ numbers. How long is this going to take? <laughs> I have to, I have to, because I'm not going to just say MJ had a 60% and Shaq I want to bring Mr. Moss up here, but I know adding another voice to this is going to make um, your head spin. Is that fat, Joe? MJ was 60%, which is about a plus seven. Shaq was 58, which is about a plus six. So it's so the 80%, seven. the 80% will make him just on the level, or maybe a little bit uh, above uh, MJ. On top of him being a better defender, on top of him being a better defender, you value rim protection. You set that out your mouth. I don't see how, in your by your own logic, he's not better than Michael Jordan. That, that's all I got to say. MJ is also a, a substantially better playmaker, which is why I'd say MJ is still a better offensive player. Yeah, I think if you want to argue that Shaq with more mobility becomes a better defender than peak Michael Jordan, sure. I mean, you would have made the argument because you care about versatility. If you want to say I should make that argument, once again, sure. I just don't think 
Shaq's mobility elevates that much. I said it couldn't be a slight improvement, but I don't think it would elevate to the level of MJ being a top three primer guy in the game and a very good rim protector for a guard. Is I'm not going to say he's a much better defender than. I just think I just think I just think I just think you're beating around the bush. You don't want to say it because you don't want to jump off the court. I don't know what you want me to say. 80 percent free throw shooting Shaq is crazy though. It's OD, bro. And then on top of it, a great defender, bro. Like that's insane. 80 percent at the line for Shaq is it's not just individually, like the game today would be different because there would be no hacker shack. No, even mm. so, though, even yeah, back then, today, to whenever, he's getting you fouled regardless. They would have done it to other people, but the name wouldn't have been as Yeah, but it's not – but the thing he's is, the league would probably regardless. wouldn't be as, like, as forced as much as Shaq forced him to change the rule about it, though, because who was actually that dominant to where, like, you know what, we're just going to – like, it, it ruined TV. You know what I'm saying? It ruined the watching experience, and it was only Shaq, and they were prime time, so, like – what other guy was as dominant as like Probably much of a factor and impactful on the court? The and then that's the much later. That's yeah, much like later. Six, seven years, but that's when it would have happened. Probably. But Dwight wasn't as dominant on the block as Shaq either. So like he wasn't, but he was still you still fouled Dwight instead of... Yeah, they started yeah, hacking Shaq and DeAndre think, Jordan. It just was something they that they did. The they did, that. They of did that. Not even when DeAndre had the ball. They just did that. So the clip right, so my point is Shaq on the block. Boom, boom. Like Shaq, like nah, 80% Shaq. He caused double teams, whereas Dwight, they would just foul him. He'd get the ball. It's not like, oh, we can't guard you back to basket. Like Shaq was, we can't yeah, guard you back to basket. It's different. I mean, Dwight's not Shaq, but if, I'm assuming that's when they would have teams would have started that would have been I, I can't even imagine that that would have been unfair like there's nothing you can do with that with that man all right uh i'm about to bring mr moss up here but first super chat andrew g great show guys 2k is nasty for having zion the same as jalen brown at 87 overall brown's an elite two-way player and shows up when you need him to zion williamson also missed an entire season so 87 is pretty generous all right let's get moss in here <laughs> yo i have a question how did we talk about so, fellas, Pat what Bevan, what Pat Bevan, what's the name? Pat Bevan being higher than Russ on 2K rating? I think they're the same overall. I think they're both 70. Wow. That's so, nice. that's, so that's, that, that, that's so disrespectful, bro. Hey, 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 Dale, bro. I ain't no fucking fat Joe, bro. I'm 6'2", 225, man. Stop it, bro. What'd that mean? Fat Joe. What'd hey, that mean? Hey, Mars. Hey, Mars. What'd hey, that no, mean? No, no, no. <laughs> it means nothing, Dale. It means, Dale. it means nothing. Hey, and, and, hey, and for the record, man, a peak MJ and a peak LeBron James, Ain't no goddamn neck and neck. Let's kill that narrative right now. Ain't he no a total fat Joe. Mr. Miles ain't, always coming in here with the smoke. Hold like, on, bro. Ain't hot, no dude. Hot hold sauce. On, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Ain't no dude who got, who got outscored by a bench player in the finals ever neck and neck with a fucking MJ. Let's cut that narrative right now. Anyways, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, he's mobile. He's agile. Defensively, is he that guy? Uh, when he had to be, he was, if that makes sense. Um, but they said that he would have been better than MJ defensively if he lost some weight. Mm, the only big man I could see on MJ's level, or even Scotty or Kawhi Leonard, defensively, is Akeem Olajuwon because mm -hmm. he wasn't a very big, big, like in girth center. He was more of a taller, uh, lengthier, um, more in shape center who can, you know, play the pick and roll, move his feet lateral, you know, um, switch out on, on, on twos and threes and somewhat hold his own. But there's no way in hell I will ever take a big man defensively 
over any perimeter player because, let's face it, a perimeter guy can affect the game defensively on the perimeter, and he can dig down low and still have and still have some type of impact down in the paint. A big man can't go can't go out on the perimeter and have any impact for the most part unless you're honestly, I don't know. I mean, Hakeem. I mean, come on, that, that that's crazy, bro. Stop it. Wait, wait, who are you talking talking about, me or Mars? No, 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 nobody, bro. I mean, just the topic. I mean, listen, I think Shaq was good for what he was. And when he had to be good on defense, he was. Now, listen, did guys fur him? No. I mean, guys went at him. But if he switched out, like, on a perimeter play, listen, in that Kings-Lakers series, right, I thought that Mike Bibby, Bobby Jackson, uh, torched Shaq at times. You know what I'm saying? I mean, now, back then, it wasn't more of a pick-and-roll game like it is now. But on occasions, like, bro. And then, too, good coaching is not going to let your center be in those bad positions. So Phil Jackson never had Shaq in those positions where he had to be that defensive, you know, elite guy playing smaller guys. Am I right? I mean, is that fair? Mm-hmm. I mean, good so coaches is not just one side. There are other good coaches on the on the other end that you no, know no, I run agree. schemes to get Shaq up out of there too. So like, yeah, 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 no, no, no. I totally agree with you guys, man. But listen, man, I think if Shaq lost weight and he gave you in the mid or let, let's just say high seventies, eighty percent free throw shooting. Um, I do think that he would be a top five player. I think Shaq. Where do you have him now? Uh, he's like 11, 12, 13. He's not in my top ten. Who? Who is Whoa. this? Sorry, Shaquille O'Neal. I don't think he's. Yeah, yeah. He's not in my top ten. Um, because again, um, I value work ethic and I value the mentality and I value um, you know, um, a guy working on his weakness. And there were times where Shaquille O'Neal was a deficit in winning time because. He was damn near non-playable because of the free throw shooting. Now, granted, he made free throws on occasions when it mattered the most. I'm going to give him that. But was it consistent? Not at all. So, so, let me, so that's perfect because you say you value work ethic uh, and everything like that. Do you think yeah. that if Shaq had Kobe's work ethic, he would break into your top 10? Uh, hands down, bro. Euro, hands down. Because listen, man, Kobe told us. Kobe was in the workout room working in the summer while Shaq's with his uncle eating, you know, uh, onion burgers and at the club and shit, right? And so listen, Shaq was so great and so elite, he was still able to dominate without even being in top shape. But Shaq always came into the season and played his way into shape. And to me, uh, that wasn't fair to Kobe being Bryant. Um, listen, man, and the reason why I value Kobe Bryant so high is because of two things. One is he's just going to keep coming. I mean, he's just going to keep coming. And then two, he didn't care about missing the last shot. Or missing shots. <laughs> well, well, yeah, Dale, come on, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, hold on, hey, hey, hey. For the record, bro, hold on, fellas. For the record, when I first came on, bro, I didn't like Dale because he because he was kind of, I don't know, but as of late, Dale, you've been on point, bro. I got to keep real, bro. You've been on point with your shit. Yo, everyone just has to get to know me, bro. I'm just yeah, a, no, no, I'm no, just, no. I'm just you a cool, great, man. simple guy. I'm just, you know. You cool, man. You cool, man. You cool, man. So, so bro, <laughs> I won't Drake's, keep you guys. Dale's first conversation with everybody is he acts like he has known you for like years. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the problem. Yeah, no, yeah, the sure. first, this is the craziest shit, man. The first thing that he said, I came on the show. He was like, bro, right, I, I remember this. On you. I was like, <laughs> what? Never in life, it's, but whatever. It's, it's, wel- it's welcoming, and it was just your teammate. I no, thought it was you, and I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, so I got to ask you as a question, man. And so what I'm about to say, um, I mean this, bro. Don't you guys feel like in the fourth quarter in winning time, all that true shooting, fake-ass Daryl Morey stats that he fucking came up with and fucking Ron Hollinger stats, 
all these true shooting, defensive wind shares and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, in winning time, doesn't that get kind of thrown out the window? I mean, doesn't it come down to Imano versus Imano? Yeah, your you skill get set it versus, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your skill set. Your skill set versus my skill set. So if that's the case, then you're. But I'm not. Why I'm not tossing we, it? No, I'm not tossing it out the window because no, 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 in no, order I mean, for you, in order for you to even be in a game where it's considered quote unquote winning time, where the game is still up in the air, you have to have those things. You know what I mean? You have to be good at those things. Like you have to have yes, 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 and everything like that. Yes. In no, order no, no. for you for yourself to be in a position to even then potentially Agreed. win the game, so it I'm plays not tossing a part. it out the window. No, no, no. It plays a part. I'm not. I'm not poo pooing that. But why do we put so much emphasis on that? Because Mars is a stat king. That's why I call him like the, I'll call Mars the black QB Brown because he just spews <laughs> stats off. I call him like the black QB Brown or the Duck Collins. And trust me, those are my two favorite announcers calling games because they walk you through a game, which is amazing. But at the end of the day, fellas, don't you feel like give me the basketball? I'm going to let my skill set just rise to the occasion. All these, all these, you know, Dar- I call them Daryl Morey stats. But I mean, like, why do we value that for? Because okay, listen. because listen, no, no, because what are you talking about? Like, um, you're talking about Shaq, right? And you're you were focusing on him being like not in shape, like him, you know, yeah, showing up yeah. out of shape and kind of like playing his way into shape or whatever. Correct. We so we can take a player that ha- doesn't have the work ethic, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But that's been in shape since you know day one of the season, like Allen mm-hmm. Iverson, for example, right? right. That, that dude been in the club before the game, after the game. Whatever, man. He's probably in the in the you know what I mean in the club more times, you know, tossing He's money. He's probably in the club right now. I was gonna I thought that's what he was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> see what I'm saying? Right so it's like like with Shaq, I understand where you're coming from because you you focusing on, you know, the in shape part. But with yeah. Iverson, obviously this is one of the better conditioned athletes that we've seen. You know what I mean? Especially when we're talking about him not actually ever doing anything for it. Right. So, like, how does that, like, you know what I mean? Like, wh- where does your argument go there when we're talking about him? And how much better do you think Allen Iverson would be if he had, you know, the Kobe, and I don't want to say, like, Kobe mentality because I feel well, like he definitely had that, but he definitely d- didn't have the work ethic. Well, I think there's one aspect when it comes to AI and trust me, I love AI's mentality because, again, he's a guy who, who just keeps coming, right? But I think with, with uh, Iverson, fellas, it's his size. So he was always going to be limited to a certain degree. Yo, yeah. now, hold on, yo, hold on, Ray. How many, how many people going to come in now, AI size, yo? JD, no, no, when you bring, me, JD, when ahead, you bring guests up there, you have to give them the stipulation to, they can't, like, AI. No, you're the only now. one that does you this. You didn't let me finish, Nah, dude. nah. You're the only finish, one dude. that does this. No, he said AI got to come and then AI size stop, and all Dale, that. Stop, 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 stop. Dale, no, stop. Dale, Dale, I'll be right not. back, bro, because y'all... HR, Euro, you can't stop I'm Euro. What, what I'm doing? What you got to pause him. Oh, no, nah, nah, I told you, man. I'm not, I'm not with the pauses no more, bro. That's what, no, we're talking I slipped up today bro. and I said pause All right, here, but bad, I'm not bro. doing it. No, don't, don't apologize, Maz. Don't apologize. Yeah, no, man. Yeah, listen, go ahead, we're go politically ahead. correct, bro. Maz, if you want to say some crazy shit, say some crazy shit, man. Well, listen, fellas. When I say Iverson size was always going to be his downfall, it was because he can give you 30 points a game and not be efficient. But his size plays a role, right? It's hard for a manager guard outside of Isaiah or Steph Curry who really dominated the game from that standpoint. Obviously, King can, can only take you so far because even as great as he was in game one on his birthday in 2001 when he dropped 48 points in overtime, his size couldn't overcome because even though he's even though Iverson is, is going to keep coming, at some point, listen, for example, right, if you have two technicians in boxing, right, 
and, and, and they're the exact same boxer. Okay, no, I get but you. One I get you. Bigger, so what you're saying is like his always. work ethic, his yeah. work ethic, right, has nothing to do with his success in the NBA. No, straight skills, bro. Just he, bro. Listen, bro. He's God gifted. I don't believe that. I mean, I believe that part. I believe he's God he's gifted God, for sure. Bro. But like, bro, it's, you would think you don't think he'd be better, even just like a little bit, if he worked no. harder. No, no. Can I tell you That's why? That's crazy. Because because hold on, Euro. His speed on the court, you can't even. That shit don't grow on trees, bro. Listen, have you ever seen ever seen play in person? Yes, live. Trust me, bro. Is that shit fair? Be honest. Is it fair? How of fast he is? Of, of course Exactly. Not. So listen, some things, some things are just God gifted, and I can work my ass off in the gym, but I'm just God gifted. You know what I'm saying? And so for Iverson, to me, that's just what it is. Uh, I think we saw a peak Iverson in 2001, and he could never eclipse that ever because that's, I mean, that that was his highest peak. In 2001. And that's true for every player. They have a peak and they can never eclipse their peak. Like, I don't know what you're saying with that. No, we've seen players eclipse their peaks before. No, we, yeah, we have, bro. That, the, We have, we have. And that becomes their new peak. Like, the climax of their, you know what I mean, of their of their yeah. careers. Like, you know what I mean? This is the best performance that they ever put on over a stretch of, you know, of whatever, a season or however okay. many games. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay, so. Uh, so, um, so you're that, off the AR and you're on it. What'd you say, you bro? broke up. What'd you say? You're off the AI train, train or you're on it, Mass? No, 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 bro. I'm definitely on it, bro. Listen, you can't poo-poo his mentality. You can't poo-poo what he did for the game of basketball and his work. I mean, just his game alone. So, no, no, no. I'm on it. I'm just saying I think if he was six foot six with that same skill set, Lord, have mercy. I mean, it would be scary. It would be scary. Mm-hmm. What was what was the last thing you wanted to get off, Moss? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just real, just real quick, guys. Um, I want to give Cody Bryant just a little bit of love if, if it's okay. Um, he's the reason why, you know what I'm saying, I love the game the way I do. Um, I'm here in Sacramento, and right now they're tearing down the current old Arca Arena, um, and it's like bittersweet because, I mean, I literally live across the street from Arca Arena, and we're talking about memories, right? 2001, I mean, two, game sevens, him dropping 48 points in, in game four when he swept the Kings. So I've seen Kobe being Bryant, you know, grow up and just become the player he is. Um, so I guess my question is this. You know, why is he overlooked? Why is he not in why is he not a top five player? He's a five time NBA He's world champion. Five. He's a two way people haven't talked about. No, 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 no. I mean not well well Chilton has like in, in like Chilton has him in eleven, but then he'll praise a guy who got outplayed by Jason Terry off the bench. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> but Kobe being but but Kobe being Bryant, Kobe being Bryant is a two way player. And a lot of He's times in our top ten list. Why do we praise one side of the basketball? Like, how can you ever put a guy over another guy if one guy's a two-way player? The game's played two ways, fellas. And some guys don't play the game two ways. I mean, I guess... Yeah, the game's played two ways, but you have to judge it by the impact on what they do on that side of the floor. And does does that carry more weight than someone that is a two... Two way player because there's there's two way players in the NBA who aren't a superstar, right? Agree. Yeah, but we're not going to rank that person over a Kevin Durant if you're not going to consider Kevin Durant a two way player. It's is Kevin Durant's impact on the offensive side of the floor more impactful than I don't care list whoever player that sure is it more impactful than Jimmy Butler's two way play. I think it is. Uh, I, you, so know what, you know what, Jay, I say how to do that? you rank that? You know what I say to that? I think that could apply for some people, but at the end of the day, Kobe Bryant, he brings impact, and his impact is ridiculous, and his, his impact is felt 
the same way that a LeBron James, a Michael Jordan, a Tim. Oh yeah, and I wasn't saying this to to not Kobe Bryant at all. I was going to the point of Moss saying, "Why do we not rank? Why do we only look at one side of the floor?" I gotta get this out real quick, bro. If you guys don't mind, I'm sorry. Last point, and then then I'll go. How much? And I guess this question this question's for Euro. How much do you value leadership, structure, discipline? When a guy walks through your tunnels as an organization, he demands a certain type of respect, a certain type of aura. Uh, obviously, Jimmy Buss tweeted a month ago and says, you know, it's like she went like on a tangent and says, blah, 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 I miss Kobe being Bryant. Um, to me, she's venting, right? She's saying, man, like, I wish I had. To me, this, I mean, this is how I translated what she said in her tweet, her famous tweet. And to me, she's just saying, man, I miss Kobe. And to me, it's not all about basketball. It's just his intangibles and his aura that he brought around the, uh, you know, office or not. I, I agree with that. How one, do you value, I, I, I value that very, very high. I agree okay. with, with, uh, with Jeannie, but I think that she is looking at it from like what she prefers in a leader. And I think leadership comes in many different forms. I, I mm. value LeBron's leadership very, very highly. Um, but oh, I do? don't think oh, okay. it's exactly the same as Kobe's for sure. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Okay. I just think it's different. And I think LeBron, you know, he wants the same way that he did it with Cleveland, the same way that he did it in Miami mm-hmm. or whatever. And then Cleveland the second time, I think he needs his team to be a certain way. And I think the Lakers way has traditionally been different from that. And I think this is where the where – the You play ball, is. Euro? You play? Yeah. If I don't even know I'm retired, but I played okay. overseas, yeah. Okay, Dale, Dale and Euro, if your best player overseas were passive-aggressive, sending – Cryptic tweets, you know what I'm saying? Doing some faulty, sneaky shit. Yeah, Does I'm that affect that. you guys? Okay, yeah, thank for you. sure. Okay, cool. For sure. Right, but right. Right. here's the thing. Well, we're talking about the environment now because here's the thing. You can have that player in an environment and cater uh-huh. to him. If he's your leader and he's your number one guy, you yeah. can structure your team around you know that type of player you know, where he doesn't send those cryptic tweets and shit like that. Because here's the thing. Just because LeBron is cryptic, it all that means is he's quote-unquote unhappy. Kobe was unhappy before, and he's just not like on social media with it, but he's going to make everybody feel uncomfortable. Don't nobody fucking talk to me. This is this, that, whatever. You know what I mean? Everybody's soft, bro. Everybody take my shoes off, toss them shit in the trash. But you don't like value that. honesty? Like, you don't value honesty, Euro, inside locker room? You don't know if LeBron is honest or not. Because if you don't know if LeBron he's is stepping to players not. and be like, fam, like, I said this on okay, social that's media, fair. and that's this fair. is what I meant by it. Like, yeah, that's what? Fair. You know what I'm saying? I'll like, give you that. That's fair. No, nobody that. has I, ever I said, nobody has ever said anything about LeBron being a snake. I've never heard that. Hold on, bro. He D Wade got traded a day after. Look, hold, that was on, Pat. That was Pat. No, 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 no. Cavaliers, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. D they had a meeting about that. They had yeah, 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 yeah. In practice, D Wade asked LeBron James, "Bro, am I getting traded?" He says, "No." The very next day, he got traded, bro. And LeBron James said, "Quote: He knew nothing about it, bro. He's a fucking snake." But anyways, hey, hey, fellas, man, I appreciate you guys, man. Great show. <laughs> what an ending. Hey, hey, great show, <laughs> man. Hey, man, this show is fire, bro. All right, yeah. fellas. All right, Moss. Sorry, man. Much Yo, love. that was a crazy outro. Uh, Andrew G, MJ's the GOAT, not close, had no weakness except three-point shot, but you can't force him to shoot that on defense. Top 10 defender, number one offensive. Thank you for the soup chat, Andrew G. All right, let's bring Emil. Emil? Emil? He's good. Did I say what your up? name right? Hell yeah. Let's go. Hey, Dale, I got a question. This is coming from a <laughs> You got to sit up <laughs> I, I've been I've been summoned. Uh, this is coming <laughs> from a up? big KD fan myself. But uh, you said that uh, 
like your reasoning for KD being better than Giannis is if you go to a park, right? You say you can pick any gym though where you like to play basketball. Okay, any, any gym. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you said that um, you know if you had to show people. Right, right. If I have to, if I have to pick someone, like look at the skills of a person, this, that, and the third that accumulates to great success, I will go there. Okay. Uh, so, what about if you had to choose between Jason Tatum and Giannis? Like, but you, but but this is the thing. I also brought up. You could make that case for everyone. That's why I said that because you could say the same for about Kyrie Irving and Giannis. I said that. I said mm-hmm. that. So I didn't I didn't leave it as this the skills the only factor. That was just my reasoning. So I see where you was trying to get there, but you didn't listen to the whole thing because I brought up Kyrie and Giannis also in that same thing, who's also more skillful than Giannis. So that was good though. Good try. You had to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know I saw where you was going. Get but him that's back, why I man. Up. Get him back. Yeah, come on, no, come not, back with some heat. It's please. not come back, but I, I brought up Kyrie. I might have brought no, I'm not talking, I said, I'm talking to him. I'm We're talking, talking to him, oh, okay, bro. Okay, okay. Be, oh, you know? yeah. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing I can really say to change their mind. And I'm not No, I'm not it's not about changing brother? my mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's good, bro? How's everything? <laughs> this is one of your people's. Uh he'd be on TikTok, makes a lot of good videos, bro. I love love his content. He was oh, agreeing. Man. He brought up. The, he, you know what he did? And I, I was so disappointed. Yeah, he was bro. facts about the Shaq. <laughs> no, you said some bullshit, bro. Oh my god. I'm, I'm, see, I'm going back on mute because now y'all could have y'all little fanboy. Nah, son. He, he <laughs> said that. I never thought that this was going to be brought up again. He did the same thing that Mars did with Shaq to measure the efficiency of the offense with the free throws. He did the same exact thing that Mars did like a few months ago, and it just broke my heart, bro. Bro, Why? What, what was it? He's correct. That's that's what it is. He was like, "Oh well." Let, on, let, let him let him speak. Let him speak. What, ahead, you, what, what's Dub talking about? So basically, if you take the points per possession in the two thousands, I did the two thousand season. If you take that, they were averaging like roughly 0. 0.8 points per possession. Mm-hmm. So if you take that and you compare that to Shaq going to the free throw line every possession, and he shot fifty something percent. So him scoring one point would still be more efficient offense than a lot of teams in the 2000s. And if you kept him on the court and him just getting fouled all the time. Yes, and that's just hypothetically speaking, if he got fouled every single possession. That's yeah, hypo- hypothetically also includes ideally speaking because ideally you would want him to shoot that 50% every trip, which he may hit 8 for 8 in the first half and then go 0 for 8 the second half. That's still 50. And that's obviously not winning you the game when you have him in quote-unquote winning time on the court. I mean, yeah, that is true, but you're also factoring other things like the team being in a bonus. Uh, You're putting the other team in foul trouble. I mean, it's still a hypothetical, but it was just uh, uh, like a clapback at people who think like Shaq's free throw was a detriment to his team. It really wasn't. I mean, I never made that case, but yeah. Nah, that's really all it was. <clears throat> and Dub is saying, and Dub is saying that's nasty. Like he, he definitely thinks that it's uh, a detriment. I, I really don't know what Dub is saying. Dub, <laughs> unmute yourself, man. I mean, he disagreed when I said it, so he just disagrees again moments later. So oh, okay. No, 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 no. The thing is, the thing is, when you look at that. At the end of the day, let me turn this shit off, cause. It'd be- <laughs> yeah, focus up, man. Cause you might no, be no, cooked just now. No, 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 no. The thing is that I hate about it. I I don't care if you say that that was a weak. At the end of the day, bro, it is a weakness in this game, and we just all have to acknowledge that. 
because at the end of the day, when you're down, especially late in the fourth quarter, you're going to send his ass to the line. That way your team can either come back or you can keep them from gaining momentum. So the whole thing when we're talking about Shaq and his scoring, like I can understand on it wasn't a detriment to his team, but that's mainly because the team was so great. I mean, they were above, I think they shot as a team like 83 or like 84% as a team. That wasn't because of him. That was because the team was such a great free throw shooting team. So they were able to overcome those deficiencies. It wasn't because of him as a player. It's because the team was so great. They was able to overcome that. The team shot 70%. 78%. That's what it was. 70. 69.6. 70 they were uh, both oh, no. in the NBA. I seen yeah, the stat. I seen it. 20% drop off. No, no, no. No, no. My bad. My bad. I seen the stat. I seen the stat when you looked at everybody else outside of Shaq. I think it was no, like 83. Okay. That's my bad. I should have said that. But that's what it was, and they were able to overcome that because of them. And Shaq, I think it's very impressive that the Lakers, despite that, they were still very uh, able to dominate the way that they did. Mute your TV. Jesus. <laughs> God, bro. Oh, man, my you, God. You're going to have us banned just off of that, man, broadcasting right. some Crazy. network that we don't own. Emil, uh, you got anything else to get off your chest? Uh, and I'm tired of people using outside factors that aren't include like that don't include the actual game of basketball to determine how they rank their players. I think it's kind of dumb. Just wanted to get that off my. Give chair. me an like, example. Why? Give me an example. <laughs> the last person. I mean, I value mentality and work ethic. How do you know who has a better mentality? You aren't there with them. You aren't there watching them work out. I think it's just kind of dumb because there's really no talking point you can use against that. Like, how how am I going to argue who has a better work ethic? I'm not in the gym with them. Uh, two things that I you can still value it. I agree to an extent of maybe it's not easily measured from our perspective. Um, but I I hear what you're saying, but I think you could still value that aspect for sure. If that makes sense, how can you value something you don't know? Yeah, that's all. Would you not value someone's mentality? I'm saying you can still value it, but you may not necessarily be able to measure it on your own. Say, like, ah, man, his mentality, blah, 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 whatever. But you could still say, I want my players to have this certain mentality. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, how do you know if they have that mentality or not? That's what I'm saying. You can still value it, but you're not saying he for sure has this mentality. Mentality. Then you can't you can rank val- someone based off. Well, you could. Okay. okay. I okay. understand that. You're Hold not hearing what I'm saying, but it's fine. Do let me as a player. Do you think uh, Kobe and AI had the same mentality? Yes. No, not you. I'm asking Mars and. Do I think they had? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Kobe <laughs> has a mentality named after him. Other than that, I don't know. So based on how the game went for both of them, let's say not like. Who's a player out? Let's name any players. You can't watch and and see the development of a player and let's say like a T Mac, Vince Carter, even Kobe Bryant. All the players that was in his class or compared to a matter a stage in time, even Allen Iverson. What you think? What makes Kobe uh, reach level of greatness better than those kind of player that was once his peer? That's all I'm asking y'all. What do y'all think it is? I don't know. It just happens. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to ask why it happens. It happens, and I judge based on what happens. It's the same people like when you talk about religion. Oh, I don't believe in God. So how was the earth made? I don't care. I'm here. Like let's talk about what's actually going on. I don't care how the things so, happens. I care about what happens, and that's what I'm going to talk about. If you get what I'm saying. Oh, okay. 
So you look you don't at, care at, why things yeah, happen. You just you don't care why yeah, things I, happen. No, you don't no, care don't why. Seem like I don't care about context because that's what we're trying that, to. That's do. what you're no, saying. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying he don't, don't care about care context. About how Kobe got to the point of he was better than T Mac. I don't know the reason. I can't prove the reason, so I'm not going to talk about. But T Mac could tell you the reason. He reason said he said his mentality to going to gym to work to be better is the reason he got better than me. That's and and I think that's proven. Seen if you if you start at a level and what it's. If yeah, somebody tells you I say, hey, wait, Mars, that <laughs> I mean, doesn't make and that's just that's just that's no that's ignorance, Mars. You can't I sit here it. and the guy sat word for word out his damn mouth why this thing happened, and you just say, Well, I don't care. What that makes no really? sense, bro. I, if I, I tell you why, so if how does I that not make sense? He could say he doesn't care. If I tell y'all, if I tell y'all he said I don't care, he didn't say that didn't happen. He said I don't care. Yeah, that's just ignorance. No, no, no. He, he could, could not care. He could not, he care. Could not care. He could not care. But him saying that, I'm not ignoring how, what he said. I said I didn't no. Care well, you did. You said, "How could I not know the mentality?" Now you're knowing it. Like it's, it's some. It's some. Yeah, and I, I, I could agree with y'all to an extent. How do I? But it's some it situations situation. where it's like you know a person. Um, honestly, you just know a player. You could just see that. Oh, they don't work. Like you just know that they could have been better if they, like a Lamar Odom. Like me personally, knowing Lamar, if Lamar would have <laughs> let's get his mind right or mental That's right, he could have been a time. different. He could have. They could have been different basketball players. So I guess that's me knowing an extent of their story, other than you guys just watching. So I don't know, but All I right. mentality. Let's, let's, let's move. Let's move. Let's get I off this. Apply it to everyone. I'm not going to value it for some people and not for others. That's what I'm trying to say. But I can't, you can't. I can't, you I can't apply. You can't apply mentality to everyone because everyone doesn't have the same mentality, though. No, it's not I can't apply mentality to everyone. I'm saying if I can't T Mac said what he said about his mentality versus Kobe. That's fine. I can't I don't have anecdotes from every player about every player's mentality. So I can't value mentality as a reason to rank someone if I can't have information on everyone's mentality, because then I'm just giving other people advantages that other people don't okay, have. Okay, understand. That's One I more question. Do you think a player could be more competitive than another player, or you have to know that as well? I mean they can be. I don't know how I'd prove it. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I can't right. something, I'm not going to value it. Let's okay. move. Emil, thank you for tapping in, bro. Appreciate it, man. Take Thanks it easy. Sir. All right, let's get... Before you get somebody else in, can we get... Uh, too late. Never mind. My bad. What were you going to say, gonna... yo? Yo, uh, what's his name? H2 Mass. Can you do me a favor? Depends on the favor. Can you ask the chat to get the likes up, please? <laughs> chat, can you get the likes up? Please. Please. There you go. Please, please. I need it. I need it. I need it a lot. All right. What's good, man? What you got? Uh, uh, I pretty much just wanted to know, um, like, how you all evaluate defense. Like, what what makes someone a better defender than someone else? Because to me, I feel like there's a lot of inconsistencies. Like, one dude that just came on said, no big defender can be a better defender than Michael Jordan or Kawhi Leonard. And to me, that's absolutely insane i don't really know how you back that up i just want to know how you all break it down how you decide someone's a better defender than someone else yeah, this is a this, this is a great question this and tough I, can't wait, and I, can, of, I can't wait to hear some answers back yeah there's me. a lot of there's a lot of in, um intangibles that goes into this i think this is why this is so heavily debated there's a lot of things that don't uh you know end up on the box score like, uh, you know, deflections, uh, charges, everything like that. So I think that's the reason why 
people are typically arguing over it. But I think number one defense for me is effort. I think the best way to measure that is consistency. So if you have somebody that consistently puts forth the same effort, right, uh, game in, game out, throughout the course of a season, throughout the course of several seasons, then that's your like that's the truest measure of a of a quote unquote consistent defender, whether or not he's good or not. And so now we can talk about how good a defender actually is by what he actually produces based off of this defense. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, the, the, the stats come into play, the stuff that, you know, does get credited with stats like blocks, for example, steals, et cetera. But then again, we have to look at, you know, what type of stat it is, because if you just shoot the passing lanes like Allen Iverson, you know, Based off of stats, you can say, yeah, you know, Ellen Iverson, you know, if he's top three, top five, or even leading the league and, you know, getting steals or whatever, just because you shoot a whole bunch of passing lanes doesn't make you a great defender. Knowing when to shoot a passing lane and to pick off a pass um, and not compromise your defense because now if you miss, if you overshoot the passing lane and you miss the actual pass, you know, the interception, then, you know, you just exposed your team to, uh, you know, being down one player four against five or whatever, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say that's a, a good defender. So it it just depends, really. Um, but I also I'm sorry, I also want to say that, yo, just because you're big doesn't make you a less like good defender or something like that. I think that's ridiculous also. I think it's tough. I think the toughest I think defense when we're evaluating defense is most important. You gotta just you gotta watch it. Defense is something that really can't be measured like that. The impact numbers and shit like that, honestly, bro, that don't mean nothing because you watching them, you seeing what they do, you seeing what they provide. That's the most important thing when evaluating the defense. And on top of that, I think it's very difficult to try to compare perimeter players' defense and big men's uh defense because they both defend in different ways that's equally important. So I really don't like saying like a Drew Holiday is better than a Rudy Gobert, mainly because it's like like those guys just do two completely different things, bro. But that's different it's with with those two examples because Rudy Go- Gobert, you can put him on a perimeter and he's gonna get cooked more than uh, Drew Holiday is. And I, and if you wanna if you wanna you measure so? like yes yeah. yes because, I don't think so. because I think because I think I think if you have Drew Holiday as your primary rim protector. Your team is going to give up yeah, a but, lot no, more no, points. But that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about just like like sheer like one-on-one. One. Yeah, because a rim protector, rim protector as a big is the equivalent as a of a help side defender. You know what I mean uh, on a perimeter, basically. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So like I, what I would say is Rudy Gobert playing one-on-one straight up or whatever is the same as Drew Holiday playing one-on-one straight up in the post. But I think. Um, where they but would think, be equal, where they would be equal is, you know, if you put somebody that's as big as Rudy Gobert, well, not, let's, let me not use you to go, Rudy Gobert because everybody seems to think that he doesn't play off, like, doesn't have offensive back. But let's say, so you have a skilled post up guy, right? Like, I don't know, man, like fucking DeMarcus Cousins or whatever. Drew Holiday can't mm-hmm. do nothing with him if he, if he's behind him, but Drew Holiday can actually fight around him and start fronting the screen. I mean, fronting the screen, fronting the defender, fronting the offensive player, fronting DeMar- DeMarcus Cousins. And so, you know, he has a better, um, like, defensive impact than a Rudy Gobert, who can't do nothing. Like, fronting, fronting the offensive player out of the post would be the same as, like, denying a guard the ball, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, on a perimeter. Gobert is not going to de- deny anybody. So I, I, I definitely would, cho- would choose Drew Holiday over that. And I don't know why you're snickering, Mars. No, I'm just trying to I figure out like how you're actually really bad. Can't guard the promo. I just find that funny. 
Rudy Gobert cannot guard out. the perimeter. Yeah, I find that funny. That's why? why I love. Because it's objectively wrong. So I find it funny. Why is it objectively wrong? Because when Rudy, Gobert, when Rudy Gobert guards on the perimeter, regardless of the clips that you see when Steph Curry put him in a blender, the fact of the matter is he's one of the most successful big men in the league guarding the perimeter. But... Well, now you're just comparing it to other big men, and so just because he's better than yeah, other big like, men doesn't I mean, mean yeah, you would have to compare Drew Holiday, Holiday to other. In the same way, I'm not going to compare Drew Holiday in the post defense to Rudy Gobert. I'm going to compare it to Marcus Smart, other guards. I'm not because he's not going to do what Rudy Gobert can do. But Drew, Rudy Gobert objectively is not a bad perimeter defender. He's he's just not. But ba- just because of his position. You're basically. I mean, I mean, you can say, say, say but Mars, Mars, you can't, you can't sit here and do that shit because that's just. I can. No, you can't, and let me tell you why you can't. And okay. the reason why you can't is because at the end of the day, even though he's good for a big man position, it's ass. It's ass, Mars, and there's that's, no way to go about it. Compare him to, to compare him to perimeter guys. He's still not terrible. So he's he's pretty bad. He is still pretty you, bad. And this is why I say, and this is why I say, 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 defense is the most important thing is to watch the damn game and not rely on these damn stats. When you sit here, who lost? I watched six jazz games and all those six jazz games, he gets fucking cooked. He gets cooked. Donovan Mitchell, one of the best scorers in the league. Well, well, Donovan Mitchell's on his team, but you get what I'm saying. We put one of the best perimeter scorers on the, in the league on Rudy Gobert. You see about six possessions where he doesn't get a stop, and then you say he's a bad perimeter defender. When the fact of the matter we've is seen right. multiple times where this has happened, Mars. He was getting bodied against the Clippers against nobody. Like, like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, what are you talking about, bro? He's more than the amount. Of like, this is just capping, son. These are the I same numbers I'll probably tell you that Giannis is a good perimeter defender. Because no, I read the numbers and I said Giannis objectively isn't. Okay, so what's the numbers for Rudy? What's the run numbers for Rudy? Okay, I'll, re- I'll read the numbers because I've had the saves because we had a Discord argument. Not me and you, but we had a Discord argument before. In isolation on the perimeter, isolation, no help, one-on-one on the perimeter from a switch. 0.71 points per possession. That's elite isolation defense. That's not even good for a big man. That's not good for Drew Holiday. That's elite for the NBA. Yes, he's not guarding the best isolation players in the NBA because he's not going to be guarding them. So there is context there. I acknowledge that. The fact of the matter is when he's switched and in an isolation, he doesn't give up many points. He gives up very low points compared to the rest of the league. He barely fouls. He has a low, low one of the lowest foul rates in the league when switched on the perimeter. He only fouls 5% of the time. In a pick and roll where he's guarding the ball handler, so obviously whatever happens, he's guarding the, he's guarding the ball handler. 0.67 points per possession. That's even lower than the isolation numbers. Once again, elite in the league, but I guess wherever you want to say. In catch-and-shoot situations where we saw what Terrence Mann did, everyone went crazy. Oh, really good where can't close out. Oh, he got cooked seven threes. 0.83 points per possession. So once again, elite rate in the NBA, but apparently he doesn't play defense. Um... On average, Rudy Gobert on the perimeter is 0.73 points per possession. You want to compare that to a bunch of bigs. He's in the same realm of Bam Adebayo, Draymond Green, Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Yanis is a tier below those guys. That's the realm of company he's in as a perimeter defender. But you don't think but that that's... Been, it must be dinner time think, in London. No, wait, wait, wait. And you don't think that's, that's mainly... And I'm going to say what you said before. You don't think that's mainly because most of the time he's not even guarding guys that's a... 
a good offensive because player. he's more valuable at the rim so you don't put him on so the yes you're no, using, again you're using these numbers you're using these numbers you're using these guys you're using these numbers against guys who aren't even that good of an offensive player hey, h2 do you think rudy gobert what is i said what i said was rudy gobert isn't going to stop steph curry on the perimeter he's not going to stop lebron james not going to stop kevin durant the fact was what i said i'm not even i'm not bringing up those guys yeah look what you started bro when he's on the perimeter you said he's bad. The fact of the matter is, when he's out there, regardless of who he's guarding, he's objectively not bad. Again, and this is why I say context matters. You're saying regardless of who he's guarding, and you just said, and we're all acknowledging. Really I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm not saying that he needs to go out there and go up against Stephen Curry and try to lock him the fuck up. But I'm saying the times of which he's guarding those players, majority of the time, they are the one of the weakest offensive players on the court. So you can't just sit here and That's use those. That's true because teams don't force switches for Tory Craig. You don't. Isolations. You don't, don't sit do here. That. So then let's 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 dot. We're gonna have to. Yeah, all right, this, to this is what we're gonna do. This is what this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna sit here, uh, bring up all these fucking jazz games and see who the fuck he was guarding up and see and really get down to the bottom of this because I highly doubt. That this guy is sitting here not on one of the weakest offensive players on the court, Mars. Missing the whole point. I understand your point. I'm I don't give a fuck about your point. Off on one of the best players in the in on the team. I'm saying teams force switches to get favorable matchups. Rudy Gobert, when he's in those switch situations, isn't giving up the points per possession that you believe he is, where you think he's getting cooked. The facts are he's not getting cooked. He's not go. He's not saying oh. Mike Budenholz is saying, you know what, Chris Middleton, we don't want you to isolate. Let's give the ball to Wesley Matthews and Rudy Gobert. They're not doing that. No one does that. No coach says, whoever's got Rudy on them, go isolate that game. They're not doing that. They force switches. That's how teams work. Even in the playoffs, they do the same thing with Steph Curry. Steph Curry, another person who's mm -hmm. rightfully deemed as a bad defender. Mm -hmm. Steph Curry starts on weak offensive players at Reggie Bullock against the Dallas Mavericks. What does Dallas try to do? They try to get Steph Curry on Luka Doncic. So when he's in those situations where he's being isolated, it's against Luka Doncic, not against Reggie Bullock. So who he starts on is irrelevant to the fact that those isolation possessions aren't coming up against weak offensive players. That's my point. So Your point. Okay, okay, you could you you can have that point, and I'm not even gonna argue against that. But at the end of the day, the dude is still fucking ass. <laughs> wow. All right, let's <laughs> let's move. Let's move. Uh, did you have anything else to get off really quick, Mass? Mass. Uh, Mas? Well, I was basically just trying to say, like, it, it seems like when when we berate uh, Rudy Gobert or somebody for like not being good at the perimeter, we don't hold that same logic for someone like a Marcus Smart or for someone getting like bullied a good in the perimeter post. defender on the, in the post. And then you'll say, well, they, they, they're probably better one-on-one -on -one in the perimeter or at the post than a Rudy Gobert is at the perimeter, which I don't even think I would agree with that. But also it seems like you're completely missing like all the other aspects of defense. Like I, I don't think that they're going to hold off like alley-oops and stuff like that nearly as much. I mean, I think LeBron would way rather have Drew Holiday at the rim than Rudy Gobert guarding him at the perimeter if there's also like another big behind him. Like I just think that LeBron cares way more about or I think most players would care would would fare a lot better um with a really small rim protector um than with um like a really or I I think that I don't even know what I was trying to say right there, but uh I, I just feel like um yeah I didn't I didn't really have much to say because you know, Mars was pretty much saying a lot of what, of what I was going to say there. Damn, Mars taking our guest shine and shit. Yeah, damn, Mars. All right, man. You, thank you're you. the one who asked why I was laughing. You started this. <laughs> thank you for laughing. tapping in, bro. <laughs>
Whoo, good question. That sparked a heated debate. All right, let's get somebody up else up here. Um, yo, so we have so many people trying to get in here, so we're gonna keep it to one question or one one topic so that we can try and get everyone up here um in the next 30 minutes um mad max had some smoke for dub so i i can't wait to hear this he's muted i ain't got no smoke no more mars just air fried him (laughs) just air fried him I'm, I'm talking about dub stick the gridiron please just stay on gridiron man that was just you just Matt, got son. Max, do you, did you have anything for us? Question I was or... gonna break down what Mars was breaking down, but he beat me to it. He's did oh you, my god! This you the have worst a one on one I ever seen in here. Killed him. He, do you have any other question or uh, anything you want to add your uh, comments to that we've talked about today? Yeah, uh, Dub, st- stop watching the, what uh, Stephen A. Smith tell you about Rudy Gobert. He's a great <laughs> defender, perimeter and all. If of course he switched on to Steph Curry, he's gonna get killed. And like Mars was saying, you talking about he not switching on to great players. Who running a pick and roll for Marcus Smart? Is Marcus Smart is he switching on to Marcus Smart? Dub, are you with us? Hello. He can't with us. No way. No way. Imagine Dub is faking this right now. Hello? No way. All right, so what the fuck just happened? My shit just went crazy you made me fucking <laughs> take my usb and shit. let me tell you Yo. that shit he just said well, listen Mark that shit that shit he just said that shit that he just said meant nothing because <laughs> at the end of the day we all just said he was land up against lesser offensive opponents no, you said and he that said, nobody else said you said mars that. mars mars what did you say you said that he wasn't letting up points you well, he wasn't letting up points against who Lesser offensive opponents, right? And that was your reasonings on saying why he was a good perimeter defender, right? What team is running? What team is running a pick and roll for lesser offensive opponents? No, 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 no. Wait, Mars. No, I need. That's what you said, right, Mars? Is the Heat running a pick and roll for Max? I Bruce? said all of his possessions. He's not starting on the league's offensive best offensive players. That's why I said. Listen, I said he's not out there starting on. The KDs, LeBron James, Steph Curry. He's still, he's still he's getting switched onto them on pick and rolls. Is the, nah. sweet, is the Heat running pick and roll? What? Is not, son, son, no, he gets. Because what happens bro. is they set pick and rolls for Wesley. When we sit here, well, if we sit here, and I, I guarantee you, bro, and this is what we're going to do. We're going to do some homework. When we sit here and look at all of these guys, games, even throughout the regular season, we could go throughout the playoffs as well. At the end of the day, a lot of times when he's on the guy who's a good offensive player, he's going to get killed, bro. And no. that's just what happens. That's just what happens. You can read off all those stats that you want, all those stats that you want. It doesn't mean nothing to me. You want to say six games? Cool. I watch more than six games. But, Mars, it's a nice joke. We'll keep it rolling. All those no, six no, games don't... that we was talking about? No. All the six games that we talked about that I've seen, I do not see – the capable defender that you're talking about. At the end of the day, he's a big man. He's slow. He can't move like that. And that that hinders him as a perimeter defender. And we cannot dispute that or ignore that. When comparing to a big man in the league, cool. I got you. That's nice. At the end of the day, he's still not good enough. Let me ask this question, J.D. Yeah, please. So who you think a better defender, Michael Bridges or Rudy Gobert? Ah, oh, here we go again, bro. I, oh my God! I don't like comparing perimeter or big man. I think no, they just defend in a completely different totality. way. If you want me to give me, totality. if you want to give, if you want me to give you an 
an answer. I Do might have to lean more. I don't know, bro. Honestly, it, it it has to be on based on what I need. If I need, if I'm on a team and I need a you guy need who can stop. sit here guard on perimeter, <laughs> I need to stop. stop. Give me bridges. Give me bridges. No, you if I need to stop. My, Luca, you no, think what happened when they got put in the post? <laughs> who? He ain't got no bricks in his back pocket. <laughs> bro, Rudy was getting torched too. So what are you talking about? You talking about by Terrence Man, right? With his defensive. The defense. Oh no! You used Luca. You used Luca, right? He was getting torched by Luca too. So what are you talking about? Did he put him in a post? He did everything he did else. And he put Luca torched Paul George and Kawhi, so we can kill that noise. And that, so why are you bringing Luca for Mikael Bridges? I'm just saying he got put in the he got put in the post. Oh, Jalen oh Brunson put him in the post. J okay, Jalen Brunson, he put him in the post. Bully. Son, you. Again, again, I told you, I told you, I just, I just told you, I don't rank perimeter and fucking um, big men in the same criteria because it's just two completely different ways. You're making me choose something. I'm not going to argue this point because you're making me choose something that I don't really care about defending. Yeah, just get the gridiron, man. <laughs> That's crazy, Max. Hey, hey, thank you for tapping in, bro. Hey, get Mars. the gridiron. Hey, Mars, do Go you ahead, have man, a, Max. a list for best defender in the league? Um, I don't have a list, but Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Yanis, Anthony Davis, Bam would be the names on that list, but I don't have a list, but they would be my top five. Where's, where would Jerubi? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Drew. Um, somewhere in the top. I, I don't want to say top 10 and then find out I'm lying. So I'll say somewhere in the top 15 to be conservative. But I'm Drew I'm, Holiday, top 15 I'm, defender. Yeah. I'm I'm partially confident he'd probably be top 10, but I don't want to say he's top 10 in case he wouldn't be if I go and actually check. So I'm going to say top 15 because I'm 100% confident he's top 15. All right. <laughs> Cash out. What's good, bro? Y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. So. I argue with my friends about this all the time. Y'all, where do you guys have Chris Paul, like, as a point guard, all the time? Um, Tough off. Top 10 for sure. Steph, Magic, Oscar, Steve Nash. J-Kid. He's at six. Five or six. Depends on how Yeah, he's not top five, I don't think, but he's top ten for sure. Yeah, he's top ten, hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like we overrate him because Where do you have him? Probably like eight or nine. Okay, top ten. Okay. Go ahead. Top ten because I can't really think of all the point guards. But I say we overrate him because compared to other players, we don't hold his faults against him. Like People that I know, when he went to the finals, they're like, oh, he deserves the ring. When all he did was lose before. Like, with the Clippers, he blew a 3-1 a three one lead that no one brings up, ever. All right? And, like, I just feel like certain players, we would hold their faults. Like, Curry, they bring it up. KD, they bring it up. But Chris Paul, you never hear about what he has done when he's failed. It's just... I think it's because a lot of the examples that people do name are ones where 
he, you know, was unlucky with injuries. Yeah. And so I think that's happened more often than none. And particularly during the years where people were like, okay, you know what? This is the year for him. Yeah. Also, also, you can't deny his talent. How many point guards can go out there and win you a championship? He's also just not that caliber of guy where, like, we hold that stuff against LeBron, KD, Steph. Like, they're a higher level of guy. Yeah. It's similar. Like, we don't hold Kawhi. Up, like, he blew a 3-1 lead with the Clippers. We don't hold that against Kawhi. He's, you, you, when you're not viewed in that realm, like, you but don't the, get talk about stuff Kawhi against you like that. Player, I feel like we should bring that up. Like, when you talk about Paul George, you bring it up, what he did in the bubble, blowing a 3-1 lead. But with Kawhi, you don't say it. It's like, because people blame Paul George for it. But it's similar with Damian Lillard. No one brings up Damian Lillard's shortcomings in the playoffs. But if he made it to the finals, people would say Dame deserves a ring. It's because you start rooting for someone who's quote unquote an underdog. Like I just that's why. But somebody of Chris Paul's stature being a probably a arguably top five at his position, he has really like underachieved. The only year, like with the Clippers, that was like a team you could have said could have won it all like obviously some people will say that most people won't but like that was a really good team and for him to blow that 3-1 lead against Corey Brewer and Josh Smith and nobody brings it up that's worse than KD blowing it to the Warriors team but I mean who's saying that he's top five because I mean and anybody anybody here just didn't say you say Dub you say Top five point no, guard because I wouldn't not be really, mad if you put him as I mean, top five. I mean, I wouldn't five. be mad. It's not really, it's not really a crazy company if we're gonna think about it. You got Magic and Steph, and we want to talk about winning, like those guys. Jason Kidd, top two winning. Jason Kidd, he was great, but nice I mean, he don't hold on, Mars, you, you said you have a top five, but you just listed off a whole bunch of. You I mean, if I didn't sick. rank Oscar Robertson, he'd probably be top five. He'd probably be fifth. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not ranking Oscar Robertson at all. Um, That's why I'm not. Got Jason. You got after after Magic and Steph. I mean Zeke. You got uh, Nash. You got Stockton. You got um, Jason Kidd. So I mean, Westbrook. it's not really a crazy Westbrook. It's not really a crazy company in terms of winning that he's in. So having him five, you're splitting hairs at that point. You can look more of them as a talent. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at putting Chris Paul in the top five at all. All right. Well, that's what I wanted to say. Appreciate but, you. No, 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 wait, I want to know who the he had him eight or nine. Who's the seven above Chris Paul? That's that's just why I want to know. All right, I got question. Magic. Well, right now it's one A, one B with Steph and Magic because some people say it's, Steph is a shooting guard, but I hold him as a point guard. So I'm gonna just say, I guess you could say Steph one, Magic two, Jason Kidd number three, um, Steve Nash, Isaiah Thomas. That's what? Five? That's five. five. Um, Sounds like you want to say Chris Paul. No. <laughs> Fuck him. Um, <laughs> Don't let do you not like this episode. Do you not like him? Do you not like him just because um, he's a dirty player? That too. <laughs> like, when... I don't know if you remember the play where it was a fast break in the finals and he pushed Giannis midair and Giannis still dunked the ball. I was like, what did he try to gain doing that? Because he oh, knew yeah, he yeah. wasn't play. All right, and you're still not off the hook. Keep rating. No, wait, hold on. I'll distract him. He's about um, to say John Stockton and I'm not going to be a happy guy. Say, hmm. I want to see Mars. Don't say happy. Russ, please. 
I honestly think Russ had a better career than Chris Paul. That's just me, though. You could say better career. I don't think he's a better player. Well, this is all time, so that's a career, all time career. So okay. I will oh, say I didn't know you that. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. John Stockton, Oscar Robertson. I didn't say Oscar yet. Oscar. No, no. In a row. I mean, what is that? Eight. That's eight. So eight. You might as well in there as well. Oh hell no! no, no, no. Hey, what's about careers? Jerry West. Yeah, Jerry West is on his career. I mean, he played the point guard a lot more than the shooting guard. But Chris Paul is like eight or nine. Like eight or nine is interchangeable. But I just don't think he's top five. All right. All right. We're going to get somebody else in here. Cash out. Thank you for tapping in, bro. No problem. Appreciate you. Oh, whoops. Josh, what's up? Hey, hey. Can you guys hear me? Yes, Yes, sir. Hello? I've been watching for a long time. Okay, so my thoughts are that, like, I was watching the panel, and they were discussing, like, 96 Lakers against, like, 17 Warriors. And I think it's, like, I don't think it's close if you measure them up. Because, like, like the, what would I say? Oh, my gosh. I'm a bit nervous. The 96 Lakers? Don't be worried, man. 2000, 2000. Oh, yeah. The 2001 Lakers against the 17 Warriors. And... I think, like, everything now is probably better than the past. Like, I think, like, the 2022 Warriors is probably going to beat the 96 Bulls and the 2001 Lakers. Because think about the spacing. Think about the energy they put on defense. Because right now, they're not putting any energy on defense compared to the past. Because, like, imagine chasing Steph Curry over, like, 60 different screens. I think, like, compared to what they did in the past, I think it's kind of, like, I don't think it's a good comparison. So, like, I think if you put them in a vacuum, I just don't think the Lakers have a chance. Brother, do you live in a castle? Uh, He's just walking in circles. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) He's kind of. (laughs) Fire. (laughs) I got ping pong table and everything. Um, But if we're going based on that evolution, okay, so hypothetical. If the 01 Lakers were in the NBA right now, uh-huh. They still make they still make the playoffs, right? Definitely. But teams now are just better, so why? They would just lose. So I think it's like two mistakes. Round, one, round two. What did they lose? Probably round two. Maybe. Like I, think- I don't think they beat the Suns. So the 2022 Phoenix Suns are better than the 01 Lakers. Compared to, if you're comparing it within eras, no. But if you're comparing them across eras, it's it's not the same. Interesting. I just think the games are so different, man. The Lakers, you know, back then, and the Warriors now, like it's just played so differently, and not just you know individually as like you know the two teams. Um, as far as that's concerned, but also like just the rules in general, like the games and you know what I mean, I, the way they're called and stuff like that, I, I wouldn't be able to compare the two and say you know what well, one team will be able to edge out the other. I I wouldn't be able to give a solid answer on that. I think that's fair. I'm, I'm I not think people on. like people are free to like people are free to like admit like that basketball has advanced when they're like comparing the past to the future because like. Look at sprinting. Like, sprinting in, like, the 1960s, like, everybody's better now. 
So I'm saying like right now, like it's advanced and like everybody's better than they were in the past. Right. So basically, if you compare them now, the athleticism, like in the 1980s, people didn't close out to the three point line. Like if Larry Bird was taking a shot, I think you let him take the shot because it's like it's not an efficient shot. So like even the defense, like the effort on the defense, everything is different. So like when I heard that, I got kind of upset. So yeah. Well, like, what, what do you? Who do you have though? You said you the Lakers will get thrashed. Yeah, like I don't think it's close. What What are they going to do with Shaq? It doesn't matter. Like they're going to put Shaq in the pick and roll like sixty times. He'll be tired. He'll be gas. He won't be able to do anything. He'll get thirty uh, points a game. That's not enough. Fire. I'm not gonna lie. I think you're kind of underrating like how talented the 2000 was. Like. They had a tremendous amount of talent. Like this, like Stephon Marbury, Allen Iverson, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady. The thing is, the league was still, in some ways, a big man league as well. So you actually have more skilled big men in that league than in today's league, due to the way that the game has progressed. So I, I think it's just kind of dis- disrespectful, honestly. Be like, oh yeah, in today's league, it's just way more talented. They're just so much better than players back in the 2000s. When we look back in the 2000s, there's a lot of hitters, bro. A yeah, lot but, of hitters. But overall, from the very best player in the NBA to the very worst player in the NBA, the talent has gotten better. I don't know. That's, that's across know. every era. It's across every era. I don't know era. about the yes, 2000s, it is. bro. Yes, it is. You can't be looking at the top because the top is the top whatever. You have to start looking at the majority of the NBA, the guys who you're not looking at, who you're not paying so, attention so, to, or you're not talking about. So we got, that talent pool is mm-hmm. better year over year, generation through generation, era through era, whatever, better than the previous ones. Let me ask you this. Uh, Rick Fox, right? Uh, on the Golden State Warriors in 2017, I believe. Is he – Is he? Uh, who's better? Andre, Dub, I don't know what you're doing here. This makes zero sense who's what better? you're doing wait, because wait, who's we're better? talking about hundreds of players. We're not talking oh about, all right, let's go down one role player. His point – no, Jay, his, point was, his point was that just because the uh, Golden State Warriors, evolution of basketball and everything, that they're that much better. Like, is Rick Fox that much better than, like, an Andre Iguodala? That's a role player. Bro, I have no uh, idea what you're doing. Yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah. we just went from uh-huh. one thing to the other. Like, ah, fuck we're not it, even fuck talking it. about the ah, same fuck things. It, fuck it. All right, let's get somebody else up here. Yo, Josh, thank okay, you for tapping bye. in, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, let's get Tony in here. Tony, what's good, bro? What's up, bro? Look, so I was uh, I was about to get on Mars earlier, but I wanted to get in the chat. I wanted to get in the call and ask him this. So I want to ask Mars, who was your top five uh, point guards of our time? Um, are we best point guards or? Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate that guard. so much. No, so just because the last guy was talking about career and I wasn't talking about career and it was confusing. Um, Steph, Magic, Oscar Robertson, Steve Nash. So you think Russell Westbrook probably? You think Oscar Robertson is better than Jason Kidd? Yes. Why would you say that though? Like when we improved the impact, when Jason Kidd led, led his team to what two two back to back finals, he did. And go ahead, what were you about to say? No, I was just agreeing with you. He led his team to two finals. I was saying he led his team to two finals. J Kidd, like what did Oscar Robinson do until he got Kareem the best scorer? All t- the, the, you could argue the best scorer of all time. What did he do? And what makes him better other than because if, if you're saying Oscar Robinson is better than 
Isaiah Thomas, I can make the same argument for Russell Westbrook because they're Kyle equivalent Russell in the Westbrook same. Well. They're equivalent in the same. But no, Oscar Robertson and Russell Westbrook are not equivalent to being the same player at all. That's just based on people seeing triple doubles and assuming they're the same. They play nothing alike. Like, so what would you say? Hey, there's would you... no comparison between them at all, to be honest. But that's well. The reason why I think Oscar Robertson is so good is because when I look, I, I don't do the evolution thing. I don't say, oh, 60s guys, they're worse than everyone today. I don't do that. I just judge you based on what you were doing when you played. And when I look at what Oscar Robertson was doing, the reason he didn't succeed is because the defenses that were built around him, because if you want to you look at what Oscar Robertson was leading offensively, his Cincinnati teams had the best offense in the league damn near every year he was on that team. The reason they were failing is because they damn near had the worst defense in the league every year. And that wasn't because of Oscar Robertson. A, a point guard's not going to impact the defense that much. The only point guard I've seen impact defense that much is Walt Frazier and Jason Kidd, to be fair. The reason they were failing is because the defense they built around him, they couldn't sustain. Even though their offense is still translated in the playoffs, they were still losing in the playoffs because obviously you got Bill Russell, Celtics, they're going to be everyone. And then once you start coming up against the Will Chamberlains and the other Jerry Wests and Elgin Baylors, the dominant offensive players in the league, Cincinnati's defense couldn't hold up. So their offense was still pumping out elite offenses in the playoffs, but their defenses just weren't able to push them over the top, which is why he wasn't winning championships or getting to the finals like a Jason Kidd. But what he was producing as an offensive impact, he's easily, relative to era, a better offensive player. Jason Kidd is, to me, the best defensive point guard of all time. But Jerry, Jason Kidd's defense isn't going to elevate, because I think Jason Kidd's offense is kind of meh, to be honest. You so think it's I, meh? It's kind of eh. It's suspect to me. <laughs> so um, when I look at that, I think Oscar Robertson is, for me, comfortably better offensively, where Jason Kidd being the best defensive point guard ever, just because of how being a great defensive point guard is limiting in value to me, isn't enough for me to say Jason Kidd's better than him. But Jason Kidd's still top 10, but there's a few. Okay, okay and if I could, could I, ask, could I ask the panel one question? Like, who would y'all take in the playoffs just to be a uh, interior defender? AD or uh, Rudy Gobert? AD. Mm, healthy AD for me. Strictly yeah. to guard the interior or just as a playoff like, defender? Interior defender. Oh, then Rudy Gobert. I'm and then let me Rudy ask. Gobert. Let me ask like I'm all around, like. And then let me ask like all around defense. AD or Rudy Gobert? I'm taking I'm the playoffs for anything. You said process. what, Euro? I said I'm never picking AD for anything. Is that because of the injury history? Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Can't argue with that. It, it, it is, is what fair. it is. I, it is I'm fair. sorry, AD. I'm a big <laughs> fan, but I cannot. Fire. I, can, I can respect that. I can, that's all I wanted to ask. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all Thank you for that. tapping in, Tony. Yes, sir. Yep. We appreciate you. All right. Scabaldi. Let's go. Scabaldi, what's Yo. good, bro? <laughs> Yo, can y'all hear me? Yes, yes sir. sir. Uh, can you hear so us? First of all, yeah, I can hear y'all. All right. Uh, Mars, good shit on kick, cooking dub with the Rudy Gobert shit. Cook that nigga. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Y'all hear all these stats and y'all just <laughs> run to it like a pimp. No, call it a G- no, Yo, dog. <laughs> you're, you're tweaking. You're tweaking. Oh but I just want to make it quick because this isn't my point. But yeah, I've seen Rudy Gobert like guard the perimeter and not get cooked plenty of times. It's I think it gets over exaggerated. I've had this conversation like yesterday. 
But yeah, even if he is a bad perimeter defender, it's like, how many seven-footers are you looking to guard the perimeter of as effectively as a Drew Holiday or Marcus Smart? I don't understand why you're killing him that much for that. But uh, my other point was um, I wanted to ask about y'all, like, all-time shooting guards, like Clay Thompson, if y'all got him top 10. Nope. Because I know Dell does, but. Top 10 shooting guard? Yeah, for yeah. Clay Thompson. Hmm. I'm not sure. He might be top 15. Maybe. Yeah, I got him top 15. I don't think I got him top 10 right now. Because I know uh, Dell's not here anymore. But I know he has, like, him over Reggie Miller and shit. I don't know why. but Yeah, I definitely um, don't have that. Yeah, I've I've been hearing a lot of Clay Thompson top 10 talks. So I just want to get your opinions on that. I don't think Clay's better than Vince Carter. And Vince Carter is not top 10. Yeah, I would really have to write names out. Mm Because... I don't know if he's. I could maybe say he's top thirty. K. Kobe, DeWitt, James Harden, Ray Allen. I mean, I would have to write these names out, bro. There's a lot of a lot Let's of. Let's do it right now. I have to think of. I mean, I, I'm not I, write we, 20, we've done this. Twenty nine. This is why I'm saying thirty because he could be top twenty. I don't know, but like Mars did with a little conservative estimate, thirty, and I'm still looking at thirty, like maybe top forty is more. Better conservative. I don't guard? know. I I'm don't honest, know. If I'm hundred percent honest, Devin, <laughs> Devin Booker Jamie, is better Jamie, than Clay Thompson. Play, that's what I'm saying. Like Devin Booker is better than Clay Thompson. So it's like we really got to think about this list. Donovan Mitchell, I think, is better than Clay Thompson. So Zach Levine's better than Clay Thompson. There's a lot of people it, better than Clay Thompson. Bro, this is why it's like we can't comfortably say Clay Thompson's like, top, top 15. That's what I'm saying. It might be 50. Unless no. you're going based off accolades and four rings and whatever, right. yeah, he can be top ten, but no one cares about that. So, right? Are you He's saying that because 10. he hasn't been in any other no, setting I mean, other I, than I, Golden I State? Accolades. I weigh accolades and stuff a little bit. I'm not. Are you discounting I, whatever he's brought to the NBA based off of him not being able to show whether or not he's able to function at the same rate as he is with the Warriors? Um, I don't take away what because I judge you based on what you did, where you played. I'm just looking at Clay Thompson as, at best, the third best guy on a championship team. And I'm looking at guys like Devin Booker, who has been the best player on the team that has had some form of playoff success. Zach Levine hasn't yet. I do believe he could. I'm looking at his skill set. I think it translates more favorably as a number one, number two guy. Versus a Clay Thompson. So, so what are what about so, guys that are like in the twilight, like uh, like a Mitch Richmond, for example? Because he was Mitch the best. Richmond he was the best. Yeah, because he was the best player on the Sacramento Kings in a crazy West, and he was also he had, he holds some type of statistic that's crazy, but he's like one of the best shooters like for a long stretch of of time. In terms of like you know just percentage and like efficiency and shit like that, but I'm not a stat guy like that. But I know you know what I'm saying like uh, like where do you what where would you have Mitch Richmond over or under Clay? I don't know because the issue of Mitch Richmond is he was a number one guy, but the team was terrible. Right. Which so and, it's kind and so of that, like, and so that's why I, that's why I was asking. It's, like, it's, like, it's, it's kind of similar. Like, we always go to Bradley Bill, but it's kind of similar to that. Like I think Clay Thompson's probably better than Bradley Bill because if you can't provide much to me. As a number one guy, and I see Clay Thompson as a number two, number three. He's as a number two, well, maybe not number two. As a number three, Clay Thompson might be the most valuable player there is, like 
Ever. Yo, when who, we're talking who's about Bradley top had, number though, three for sure. Bradley Bill had Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill had John Wall. He wasn't a superstar yet. Yeah, I mean, and then he had Russell Westbrook, who got hurt in the playoffs. But the only reason they made the playoffs is because of Russell Westbrook. But he, so, and so now I would argue because you know me and my belief in terms of like a successful recipe for a good team is if you <laughs> have two guards that are like similar, that's not going to work. And so each player that you just mentioned to go alongside with Bradley Beal, John Wall, similar type of player in terms of, you know I mean, offensive explosiveness, both perimeter guys, Russ, same thing. And Russ even worse in quote unquote, in terms of ball dominance and everything like that. Like that's not, Bradley Beal was not ever going to be able to do anything successful with that lineup. Okay. So what, okay. So now he's got Paul Zingas. Do you think that's a recipe for success? If Paul Zingas is healthy, which is obviously a big if, but no, when you say I mean, success, <laughs> what do you mean here? Because no, he's not no, winning a chip. No, no, no. no I don't obviously think not. So, but, but like I, something more than just a play and exit. Like I need to see something I, no. substantial. As well, we, no, but we're talking about championship play. caliber players. Do I think Bradley Beal and Porzingis is going to be able to like even get to the Eastern Conference Finals? No, definitely not. And so you know that's what we're talking about. Like, has Bradley Beal ever been around a player like a Steph? Curry that you know has like decent players like a KD for example around him or KD have decent players around him to get to the finals LeBron have decent players around him to get you know like an AD to get to the finals like Bradley Beal has never had anybody like that right yeah for sure but I just think Clayton in those situations is more valuable than a Bradley Beal in my opinion do you think that he's gonna that value will translate to him getting further in the playoffs than Bradley Beal has ever has ever been I think as a, like, if you hypothetically swapped Steph Curry and Bradley Bill, not Steph Curry, I mean, Clay Thompson and Bradley Bill and those Warriors teams, I think we probably still win because we have KD. But I think we are a better team with Clay Thompson in that fold than a Bradley Bill, just because I think Bradley Bill's skill set becomes obsolete next to Steph Curry and KD, who are just better than right. him at the things he does, whereas Clay Thompson fits a mold where, that's why I said as a right. number three guy, he's so valuable because his <laughs> skill set is. Elevated and so by my question, Bradley is kind right. of lessened. And so my question is exactly the flip side of that. Do you think that Clay is being overrated or underrated, depending on how you look at it, based off of the fact that he's only ever been with the Golden State Warriors and he's only ever been in a system where he is, quote-unquote, the third best player or the third option and has never been able to actually go somewhere else and establish himself as a player like a James Harden did. You know what I mean? He said, you know what, OKC is not it for me or whatever because KD and Russ and I have to actually go somewhere else to establish myself, take that chance. And James Harden, we talked about that at the beginning of the episode, James Harden was able to establish himself as one of the top-tier guys in the league because of that. Do you think Klay Thompson is able to do that? And if he, if you don't think, if you don't think so, do you think that this is the reason why people overrate him? Yes, yeah, I, I do think he's overrated based on what he's achieved with Golden State. I think you put him in a situation where he has to be the guy on the team. That team is getting Victor Wembanyama next year. That's how bad that team would be. But people look at what he's achieved as a cog in a great system in Golden State and attribute it to Clay Thompson being some otherworldly player when I don't want to minimize Clay Thompson, but he's kind of replaceable, in my opinion. Not like one for one, you're going to get the same value, but what he brings is a replaceable skill set. But people seem to overvalue it because of the success he's had in that system, in my opinion. 
So if he would have, let's say, if he were to be on a team and make the playoffs, that would change your opinion, right? If Clay Thompson was the best player on the team that made the playoffs, like convincingly, not some forty-win team that made the playoffs because the league was trash. If he convincingly made the playoffs, I would be very pleasantly surprised. By 45, 46 wins. If if Clay Thompson won forty-six games. As the clear-cut best player on the team, I'd be very surprised. And this is where I say the main difference between everybody and this debate. I, I understand what y'all see, but that's why I say that where this is the main differentiator between everybody in this debate. You got guys who believe he can and guys who believe he, he can't. And if that's really the deciding factor for everybody, I, I just don't really think see a point in arguing this because it's just we just think that one person can do it and then the other person can't. Me and Dale think he could. You guys think he can't. If you give him a good ball head, he can. Well, I was making a team with him is being like a catch it shoot, like all situation. So I've seen like no, like I haven't seen enough evidence that he can like create his own shot and be a better offensive player as a number one option than what he is right now as a number two or three. Yeah, my brain can't comprehend. On, like, who do you think the second or third? Well, I think if you get a guy, if you get a guy like a Kyle Lowry on there, get some good defensive pieces as well. Um, I think the team could definitely, with Kyle Lowry running the show, could definitely have Klay Thompson as number one and making the playoffs. But it all depends on the other pieces. So that's just my little food for thought. So it's Klay Thompson no, no, no. and Kyle Lowry are right. the two best players. Huh? Klay Thompson cool. and Kyle Lowry are the two best players on the team. Um, yeah, I'm gonna need to know. Yeah, who, they like, possibly the could. Lean, yeah, let's say, let's say, let's say, let's say, let's say, if if Clay, oh wait, wait, no, 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 we'll I go into this. Yeah. If you replace, no, if you replace Clay Thompson with DeMar DeRozan, <laughs> do you think they make the playoffs? Bro, no more hypotheticals. <laughs> Can we argue no, things fuck that we see? No hypotheticals. If we're gonna do hypotheticals, I'm ending the show. You can't argue this. It's just it's an honest food for thought. It's an honest food for thought, and I'm not even debating this. I want to understand. If you got if DeMar DeRozan, uh, if you switch Clay Thompson to DeMar DeRozan, who do you guys think they make the playoffs? What year are we going? The the years they would make the playoffs uh, during uh, LeBron's run. So the like twenty sixteen Raptors that won fifty six games. Yes. Um. Do they make the playoffs? Yes. It's a yes, bro. Okay, come on. I, it's I, a yes. We're at three hours, bro, and yeah, you guys are like, I, I you guys are like dying. It's not even. You guys aren't even talking. It's a yes. It's a I yes, bro. I can't say yes for sure because the reason they were so successful is because they had an isolation score like Demar Derozan. Yeah, I, yeah. That, you, you're losing I, I your team's only prime. You're losing your team's only isolation score and replacing them with Clay Thompson. And so now you're looking at who? Kyle Lowry, Damari Carroll, like. Who am I looking for? I don't think his defense is going to You could replace that with some motion offense. And isolation scoring DeMar. Motion offense only goes, gets you so far. Like, it's not going to... I think it gets you yeah, so far I, to make I'm the playoffs. Not, I don't really... I'm not really a for the hypotheticals either, personally, for, for reasons like this. Like, but the, what we're talking about is a hypothetical. Points. I mean, what we're talking about is a hypothetical. You're saying that Klay Thompson can't do it, and that's based off the hypothetical because you've never seen it before. I think you yeah, have that, enough a, evidence no, to make a, a better. I'm saying I don't understand uh, how you can see him as a number one option when we've only seen him as a number two or three, depending on who you think is better, Dre and Clay, or number two scoring option. And he hasn't been like a shot creator or an isolation score. He's only been, he's literally just like essentially an elite three and D wing. So that's all I much. have to go off of. So there's no reason the for me to assume he'd be an elite number one option. 
off of no, him no. being a three and D way. <laughs> not sparking up this debate. No matter how great. Uh, I mean, we're just talking in circles at this it, point. But like Scabaldi, thank you for yeah, tapping I'm, in, bro. I'm appreciate it. Now. Yeah. Yeah. For All sure. right, brother. Appreciate you I appreciate tapping it, in. Clay, for that game six in 2016. Though. All right, y'all. That is all. We're almost at three hours, 10 minutes. Um, thank you, everyone who tapped into the show. Thank you for everyone who is watching. Thank you for everyone who hit that like button. If you haven't hit that like button, make sure you hit that. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button as well. Um, and audio listeners, please like or rate and review the podcast. Download the episode. We appreciate everything that you guys uh, continue doing to support the Player's Choice channel and uh, just player's choice in general man um it's all love since dell's not here love is love make sure you like comment subscribe to other things and we will catch you on wednesday all right peace out